Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Chatty broads with Becca and Jess. Wow, broads. <laughs> wow. Wow, broads. Um, I'm just going to start off by saying that Becca and I are both really thankful that they filled that episode with a lot more than just conversations with the women. Dear God, if that whole thing was an actual women tell all. We have I wouldn't called be it, here today. We have called it the women yell all because I just couldn't, dubbed it that. I couldn't Very understand clever. when they would speak. I couldn't even get a single word. Like I was having to pause every two seconds to be like, what is being said? Who is saying what? I have no idea. Honestly, I hated last year's more. So did I, because I think they gave it more Way of a platform. More time. <laughs> I think they knew <laughs> that this was going to be such a shit show that we're like, we're going to keep this a little bit. We're going to diminish this platform a tinge. We're going to throw Rachel in in the end to really like, oh, you know, <laughs> wrap this That thing was up. unexpected too. Very unexpected. Um, yeah, no, last year they really gave it like They really gave so those women the spotlights they did not deserve. And it was just so, it was, and I think it, there wasn't nearly as much drama on the season. So it kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, that's true. The volatility was like, whoa. That's, that's like, true. There was some drama, but it wasn't like this season, you know? One thing that I really just noticed about this episode is the, you could see the little, you could see the clicks like so, or I should say just the click. There was the one click who had strategically decided who they were going to go after and how they were going to do it. That front row click literally arm in arm. It was like they were walking into this thing. They're like, we don't care what type of riot ensues we are going down in did flames you together. see the one part though where i think i don't remember what's the redhead's name lexi can't stand her mm-hmm. lexi and who is the girl to her left like if we're looking at it it's on her right so but, sydney was next to her yeah. and then on her other side was it tammy i don't know there but was there was this one part where it was in the middle of all the mess and the girl was like said something about like you and your little crew and then oh. the camera was panning out and you could still see them like oh, do you know who that was words who she was it was it was uh uh oh was Lexi it Shean? It was Shean. It yes, was yes, Shean. Yes. Shean went for her, and then Savannah from the rafters was like given. I could. I figured out who it was. Was then given Lexi shit. And then they were like, I was just watching like the little trio of them continue to argue even (laughs) after their mics were shut off. And it was just crazy. Dude, Savannah definitely, she made her paradise moment. I sure hope they bring her in. Like someone says it, doesn't care if she's going to get the backlash. And I appreciate it. (laughs) I I appreciate it greatly. Well, well. um, that's not, that's like the least of the news. I know. I know. Well, we have it has been announced i think at this point pretty much everyone knows and in fact there was that little like you know if anyone wants to apply to be on the next with claire's like angelic it it was haloed face it looked like some like weird 80s like photo it looked like a tribute to her you know (laughs) r.i.p claire um claire for bachelorette 
Now, here's the thing. I have heard so many people who are upset. Like, I'm talking angry about Claire being the bachelorette. Now, Becca and I decided this because there is a lot to talk about about the women tell all and also about this whole uh, rose ceremony situation. We want to give the uh, proper Claire attention her due time yeah. because we want to explain to all of you why we are excited. But I'm I'm really excited. So am I. And I want to explain why. Me too. And I want to defend because I think this is going to be a really good We're going to talk about this for like 15 or 20 minutes and so, we're still we're going to save that. We're going to save it. So um, Thursday's episode, we will intro with that. We're actually going to have a really fun episode on Thursday about, well, I don't know if I'd call it fun, but it's going to be interesting about friendship breakups. Um, a lot of you have been asking about that. So before we talk about that on Thursday, we will talk for a hot minute about why oh, yeah. we're defending Claire for Bachelorette. I think it's great. So do I. I didn't think it was going to happen. I told Jess when when the rumors started flying around, I said, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way in hell. No way. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm grateful. I'm thankful for ABC. A lot of people are pissed at ABC. I say ABC, <sighs> bring on that 38-year-old, going to be 39-year-old. Let's do this I thing. get Okay, I'm saving all my... We're I have saving, so we're much saving, commentary. I have so much commentary on it. <laughs> so much. Um, a little housekeeping before we do get mm. into it. Um, I wanted to say that uh, I, we did get some info um, from Chris Harrison himself who went on Bachelor Happy Hour about some of the things that happened last week. Um, Chris Harrison was on Bachelor Happy Hour, which is Rachel Lindsay and Becca Kufrin's podcast. Um, side note, Chris Harrison throwing some real uncomfy comments out there. Uh, a little misogynistic, a little weird. Oh, <laughs> I, I actually somehow have not heard anything about this interview. So a couple bras in my DMs are like, you have to hear Chris Harrison on this. And they're like, check out the reviews. People are pissed at him. And I'm like, what did he say? What did he say? And um, he just made a, he just made a couple comments that you were like, if it would have been a, a joke at first one time, you'd be like, okay. But he just kept going in. He w- kept talking about how it's really difficult for men today in this climate. And oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then he was talking about how he's like if and at first Wait, I was in like, what context? First of all, why is he talking about he that? He was talking about the um the difference between how uh Luke was given a hard time and Maddie was praised. And he was just like, Yes, Luke did things, but you have to know men. And he's like, and also Peter's reaction. I think Peter did a great job. Of course, he has to accept it. If he wouldn't, he's like, he's like, you know, as a guy, you have to know in this climate, you're always wrong. You're always the bad guy. So you have to go into every conversation knowing that. And at first I thought he was joking, but then he kept saying it. And Rachel was like silent. And it was like, whoa, CH. <sighs> Well, I don't so much for ABC fuck? liking us. Still, <laughs> one more great for ticking. He must be getting like pretty cocky with himself, though, because honestly, like to to represent the show and the shows that he does, and then to be saying shit like, well, that? it was weird because he he would say that, and then he'd be like, well, and then Luke was so misogynistic, and I was like, but then you're saying these comments that my friend are just not no well and also i I mean yeah it's i mean it's sort of true in one way like yeah men are probably going to get a lot more shit for some of this stuff than the women are but also like know the context of why this shit is happening in the first place Uh because i'm sorry for like eternity for for eternity this this (laughs) position of power and and privilege and all these sort of things and like no now you're the victim and 
Yeah, it was de- what? it was one of those things where Stupid. I feel like I can let that shit roll a lot of times. Like, oh, my God, whatever. So, so annoying. But he but just, also, why the fuck is he saying that's that what I'm saying. Shit. It was it was just a weird thing that he just it was because he just if he would have one side comment, I would have been like, whoa, Chris. But he just kept saying repeating it like five times in a row. And I was like, I think you should stop. I think you're seeing that Rachel Lindsay is silent as you're speaking. So maybe you should not keep saying that. Ugh. He's getting a little too. He's, he's not. Getting, he's he's crossing his boundaries in a lot of he's ways. Rolling in the well, cash. that's that's the kind of interesting thing is he sort of is crossing his boundaries of like his place on the show. I th- I feel like now he's like I represent well the show know, and myself and I'm dating Zima. Yeah, I mean he's he's a. Uh, so dumb. It was interesting. Anyway. Anyways, point is, is that when he was on the show, they asked that question. Hey, why did you put all the women in the same suite together during fantasy suite yeah. week? Like, are you guys just being evil? Yeah. And Chris Harrison said that they came to budget realize cuts. <laughs> budget cuts, but they, <laughs> sorry, we were, that went to my salary this year. Lauren so we Zima and I needed a deep tissue couples massage <laughs> and we knew that it was just me a couple hundred bucks extra extra. Um, no, I, uh, uh, they were saying that apparently, Production knew the whole time that Maddie was uh, sure. saving herself sure. for marriage, her words, yes. And so they were realizing that it was coming so close to the end and she hadn't told Peter yet. So the and girls they were like, weren't able to have a conversation. Well, they were about like, it. They, they said they were doing it, who knows, but they said they were doing it in defense of Peter to be like, hey, you're going to pick Maddie as your top two and you're not, you're going to go to the fantasy suite. You guys aren't going to have this discussion. You guys are just going to cuddle and talk and move forward. But if she doesn't tell you, you're going to end up being in the top two about to propose and you're going to hear this as you propose and it's going to be, you know, go up in flames because now you're going to be shocked, right? As you're like proposing Mm -hmm. to someone that they're not going to have sex with you until you guys get married. What the fuck does that have to do with them sharing a room? So they said that they knew that if they put the women together because the other women knew about it, that they'd start to get irritated. And that's why they put Maddie last because she knew that she was going to see them coming back from the dates. That doesn't make sense though. Because she talked to him about it the week before. No, she said that she she didn't say though that she was oh, she's not, saving that herself. she was waiting to have sex until she got married. They said that they were doing it to aggravate the situation a little bit to get her to tell Peter. Now, believe it or not, who knows? I mean, it made it made dramatic television, but that's what they said. Okay, that's stupid. Which, by the way, then, like you just wanted to make better TV. Yes, like, which which then, by the way, later on in the episode, Chris Harrison goes to say that they are going to be having a moment in the women tell all addressing the online bullying, which then we see saw, um, in the episode today. And Chris Harrison was like, it needs to stop. He's like, I feel like I needed to sit down and tell my kids basically that like you, these are real people. And I'm like, you guys are the one who are putting them in these situations. Oh, like, for real. All- you're exploiting these people's emotions. <laughs> you're and- giving people like you're, you're exploiting their emotions. You're giving them wild edits, like all this shit. And I'm like, okay, dude. Also, you're going to put Maddie. And it was literally right after. It was like, yeah, we threw them in there because we kind of had to aggravate the situation to get Maddie to admit to Peter. Yeah, We were trying to pressure Madison into revealing like, this so to, we could see I it on camera. I need to sit down with Bachelor Nation and tell everybody that they need to lay off. These are real people come on that's so dumb 
I hate him. And here we are. We're canceled officially <laughs> from ABC Forever after that intro. No. But I just had to, I listened to it. And well, I was and like, also, what? Chris, I, I actually did see a reality Steve on his Twitter posted something about, um, like apparently Chris Harrison was on, maybe he was almost famous actually, yes, where he was just like reality. Steve is this and that and this and that and smarmy and money grabbing. I'm like, shut the fuck up with your multi-million dollar salary from the bachelor. You think you're so much better than someone that covers and reality he was, TV. And he was spoilers? talking about how he was like, do you, you do realize that there are hundreds of people who are on our staff production wise working. And when you spoil, you ruin people's jobs. And I'm like, reality. Steve oh, has really? made the, sh- the show like, because he even bigger yes because he makes it even more of a thing yes and it's free publicity and Mm -hmm. tons of free publicity Mm -hmm. and like get the fuck over yourself and also i don't feel like reality steve even is one who like goes and talks smack on the contestants he literally like reports what he finds out and he only reports it when it is like pretty much 100 percent also, like, big deal. So people find out spoilers who want to find out spoilers. How is that ruining the show? It's not. It's not. And people are still going to tune in, mm-hmm. even if they know what's going to happen. And for the most part. Especially if they know what's going to happen. And for the most part, exactly. You're waiting for it. And for the most part, too, most people, like, are completely able to avoid spoilers if they want to. Now, people like us, it's a little harder because people are sending DMs. Well, even though, again, this season, broads, you came through so hard. The- I didn't get any spoilers. But we didn't, no one knows who no, but I'm, end. I'm talking about even like in the, in the first weeks, like, oh, these are the top three. I got nothing. Oh, uh, well, I can't Zero say the spoilers. Same, but. Oh, but, yeah, you found out like a group of the top. I found you? out who the top two was. Oh, last week, right? No, it was like three weeks ago. Oh, someone, really? someone just messaged me point blank, blah, 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 the top two. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I've, I've literally Bitch. gotten no. I've gotten no spoilers. Anyway, I'm, I'm not in that. Real. I'm not in that of a bad mood. Actually, just the whole thing with Chris. Hair, that just really irks me. I don't know why. I'm like, get over yourself. Yeah. Why do you think you're better than these people? It was super. You're not. It was. I don't know. You literally make your money off of a show that exploits people's emotions and life experiences. That's why I couldn't handle him on the show saying that they literally aggravated Maddie. And the women in that situation then was like, you guys need to stop harassing. They're real people. It's like, okay, but you guys are doing this. You literally push people into situations like where they're at their most vulnerable and most yes. uncomfortable. Yes. And then exploit it for money. Uh-huh. <laughs> like for money. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> what? All right. Well, let's get into this. Let's get into this episode. Oh, let's get uh, into it. Um, but first. But first, before we get in, um, at this point, it's safe to say most everyone has at least heard of Glossier, if not become completely obsessed with their skincare and makeup products. I will fully admit I fall into the second category without a doubt, 100%. Oh, my God. Same. You're probably familiar with them for popularizing the glowy, dewy, I mostly woke up like this skincare look or their cute AF packaging. I mean, everything that I've gotten from them is just, it looks amazing, keeps your mm. skin looking flawless. Oh, the dewiness. Um, oh, and the new thing that me and Jess have been obsessed with is their Milky Jelly Cleanser. Oh, it is the best. I'm absolutely obsessed with it. And it's so apparent by their products that Glossier is a totally community driven brand that includes their milky jelly cleanser. In 2015, they literally asked the community, what's your dream face wash? Fast forward a year later and they released the pH balance, hypoallergenic, non-irritating, cruelty and paraben free milky jelly cleanser. The cleanser is a creamy gel formula that feels luxurious, but fully washes away oil and dirt and makeup. So you aren't left 
left with any of that residual junk on your skin, which is actually one of the most annoying things I look for in any cleanser. It's like get away from that weird after feeling. Uh, the Milky Jelly Cleanser is my absolute favorite. I have found hands down it always leaves my skin so soft. Glossier believes beauty starts with skin first. Get that glowy, dewy skin for yourself by visiting glossier.com slash podcast slash chatty. Learn more and take the quiz to find your ultimate Glossier skincare routine. Plus, all new customers will get 10% off their first order on glossier.com slash podcast slash chatty. Again, that's Glossier. Now, the way that's spelled is G-L-O-S-S-I-E-R.com slash podcast slash chatty. Certain exclusions apply. All right. So one of my favorite things to see in my daughter, Ember, is her innate desire for discovery. It's so sweet and it's so much fun to see things through her eyes because she's super curious and excited about literally everything. Oh, my gosh. We're starting to go through that with Ruth right now because she just turned one. And it's a really it's a really fun time. Um, And we try really hard to foster her exploratory nature around the house. And it's the best thing in the world to see her face when she discovers something new. Um, And that's why we love our KiwiCo subscription box. They deliver super cool hands on project supplies to make learning fun for kids of all ages. And we get the panda box, which is for babies. Mm. So it's a little bit different comes with like nice wooden cotton toys that we love and all ages from zero to 16 and beyond can use KiwiCo. It's an amazing screen-free activity for you and your kiddo to do. And all their boxes are designed in-house, tested by kids and are based off of the STEAM model, meaning they're meant to help focus on science, technology, engineering, art, and music the important stuff. Um, of course, I love to do the projects around the house in general with Ember, but it's also incredibly useful in situations when we need to keep her entertained, especially at restaurants or in the car or on longer trips because everything's included in the box. So it's so easy to take. It's effortless grab and go tool for us. And yes, you heard me correctly. Everything is included. All the materials, easy to follow instructions and explanations to illuminate the how and why of the project for your kiddo. Ember, actually flips when the box shows up and it makes me teary at this point to watch her do it because she's able to figure it out herself because KiwiCo lays out everything so well she can do the projects all on her own such a big girl oh i like seeing the videos of her playing with them KiwiCo is a convenient affordable way to encourage your children to be anything they want to be there's no commitment you can cancel at any time for our listeners you can go to kiwico.com slash chatty to get your first month free on select crates. That's K-I-W-I-C-O.com slash chatty. Every day counts when it comes to making a difference. So don't miss out on this amazing opportunity for you and your child. Again, go to kiwico.com slash chatty and get your first month free. K-I-W-I-C-O.com slash chatty. All right. So here we enter initially into the women tell all, um, of course the two women who are missing, um, actually there's a few, but the two very obvious ones who are missing are Kelly and Natasha who are in. Oh yeah. I completely forgot about six, top five. Yeah. So Natasha wasn't there and I'm sure at this point it's come out why, but I hadn't seen it. And I know that Kelly had specifically been messaged by people. Why didn't you come? And she said that she was not invited. Oh, 
That's weird. Which is, I think she probably just had issues with production. Maybe like she was just fighting them the whole time. Yeah, who knows? I've heard people are saying that the big surprise ending is that Kelly, that Peter's actually in the end dating Kelly because Kelly's the only oh my one God. that all of the Webers follow, which is kind of weird. But I think that that would be so obvious that they wouldn't do that. Like Barb and, and uh, Jim, aka Peter Senior, they gotta be smarter they know than better. that. They know better than That's like. That's so funny. They follow him. Isn't that, isn't that weird? Her. It's so weird so people are like she's the one who comes back she's the one who's actually dating like i don't know but um, i think she had like i think uh production did i don't know didn't care for her or something i guess but normally it's because like someone's been canceled because of something so that's really interesting so weird because the other rumor was like oh maybe she's actually the bachelorette and so they didn't have her there but Mm. nope nope it seems like neither of those are true um and then i yeah i don't know why natasha so that's so weird i would imagine maybe natasha had she might have just had something going on because she didn't seem like there was any drama ever with her in production but who knows um also disappointed we didn't see any broad squad merch in the crowd but hey you know <laughs> what you, you can only ask for so much next time i want the front row all broad squad okay take it over That'd take it great. over oh my god can you imagine actually they probably make you all take your tops off because they wouldn't want that in there filming we could do something really subtle though they could do something subtle like a Carol Bur- like Burnett be moment, like, hey, squad. give us a wink. Like, <laughs> Well, they could wear, like, the merch that we released that has uh, Chris Harrison. True. With the tattooed face. Yes, if we can bring that back. We're dealing with legal things. Really? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, because Chris Harrison is, like, close enough to us to potentially see it and because it's enough of his likeness and we have our name on his body, he could maybe sue us. So we're going through a lawyer right now. Wait, no way. Yeah, yeah. But I thought we're if it's like on getting it back. But I th- I thought that if it was like a like a rendering, like a cartoon rendering. That's, that's in some states, but I guess California, if you're close enough to the person, it can get a little sticky. And because you were on the show and you like he's see will maybe see something like there's Well, they put my face on the deal or no deal app. Well, you should be <laughs> suing. <laughs> that's so Dude, if he sued then we would just make a huge fucking stink about it and then hopefully I, it would blow us up. To be up honest, in the news. if he sued, I would Dude, love a shirt that just, said Chris Harrison I was sued in me. Such a good mood until I got here and now you have to drop all this shit about so Chris and I'm just like, bro, fuck you. I'm well, about to go on a Twitter rant about well, him. No, nobody, I'm just kidding. I'm not. But I will but, say he didn't he hasn't tried to sue us. We're just saying because he is close enough, all of a sudden it was like, oh, he possibly could. He hasn't attempted or made any move. I still hate that though. (laughs) I don't care that he doesn't even know about it. He's got, I hate that the, the possibility of him suing us is holding up that design. He has who wants to be a millionaire money. He's fine. Who brought that up by the way? Um, there were a few broads who messaged and I was like, no, we had checked it out, blah, blah, blah. But then I contacted a lawyer just like specifically involving that just to double check. And the lawyer said it's different in different States. And if it's, it's different, if you know, it's weird because you need to do paparazzi photos, but then like if it's close enough and there's an association and he potentially could see it because he knows us, I don't know. It gets real weird. It gets real weird and sticky. Because Wouldn't it's he like, just send us a cease and desist and then we just remove it? I don't know. Yeah, it's probably usually how it works. Whatever. Anyway, oh, I'm <laughs> Anyways, so mad we're trying right now. to get it back in. We're trying to get it back in, but you know, we just want to make sure that the broads don't get sued because God knows Chris Harrison has a lot more money than we do. 
He could sue the pants off of us and take it Let's all. Let's move on from the co- from this topic <laughs> because I'm like getting way heated right now. Well, speaking of Chris Harrison, he definitely looked younger. I don't know what happened. I don't know if he made a deal with the devil to regain his youth for forever. But <sighs> in these interviews, he was like looking real young. Um, should we start back in Australia? Maybe he got hair plugs. I noticed his hairline was receding and passed it. Oh, that maybe might be what it is. I don't it know. Or maybe he's sucking fresh. Lauren Zima's blood or something. <laughs> Probably. Uh, Okay, so, so, okay, 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 okay. We're so off track. Cut to Victoria and Hannah Ann. They're talking about how much they love him, which all sounds very scripted and rehearsed and weird to me. Yes. I was like, why do you guys sound like you're lying about how much you like him? It felt very weird to me, too. It felt very strange. <laughs> I mean, it was like the stuff they were saying was weird. Maybe it was the way that they had edited it. I don't know, but I'm seeing like Hannah Ann talking about it, doing it. As uh, she's applying her lip smackers. <laughs> Like, I'm pretty sure that's lip smacker, lip gloss. Um, but you know, um, and then we, we find Peter speaking to Chris Harrison and I'm dying watching Chris Harrison trying not to smirk the entire conversation. I was also dying watching Peter dying in front of the camera. Like his he has never face was so downtrodden. <laughs> He's never looked more sad in his entire life. So literally beaten. half of his face was starting to like, well, and that's the funny thing Melt. when I when I watch these again back to Chris Harrison. When I watch the contestants like pouring their hearts out to Chris, I'm like, you think he gives a shit and he's not like good. This is going to create more drama. The ratings are going to be even higher this season. And my salary skyrocket. is going to grow. Like, why are you confiding in this man? I don't know. what has he ever done for you you said when you were on the show that you're like there's something about him that you you uh i mean you vibed with him well we would talk shit on each other and make passing jokes but i would not be like chris i just gotta lay my i gotta (laughs) gotta put my heart on the table right now and just get some advice from you yeah advice for me yeah no i definitely wouldn't put myself out there if i was on the show i wouldn't give myself to chris harrison and be like i'm not going to make myself vulnerable for you to do whatever you wish i'm like you're gonna give me the worst advice possible (laughs) in this situation (laughs) the advice to make you more money and me more yeah oh my gosh um well oh i think chris harrison is sucking the life from peter Yes, because Peter is aging. He's like and growing off of the energy younger. and he's like wafting it towards him. He's like, that's I can the, feel your hope. That's what the scar really is. It's where he removes the blood every single night. Or the energy seeps out of him when he's asleep and Chris Harrison stands above him and he's like, yes, I My sense son. your hopelessness. I was just watching Dracula, the Netflix series. So that's why this is kind of in my head right now that he's getting, he's getting years younger every time he feeds off of his energy and despair. (laughs) He's evil now in my head. Uh, Well, Chris Harrison or uh, Peter says, this is so freaking hard for me right now. He also says, <laughs> I can see all three women as my wife. And then they're cutting to all three of these women. And I'm like, oh, these women are like the three tropes of the kind of women each part, his yes. head, his heart, and his dick want to be with. Completely. We've got the angel, the devil, and the sex kitten. Okay, so. Surprise, so Vic- surprise. Hannah Ann's the sex kitten, I think. <laughs> surprise. But Victoria's initially the dick, right? And then. Yes. And then Madison is the heart and Hannah Ann is the head. Yes. 
I feel like that's where we fall into yes. because he always talks about how Hannah Ann is the perfect woman, but he is like so into Maddie. And then he obviously wanted to. I, I really wonder if Maddie didn't threaten to leave. If he, I'm convinced he's going to propose to her to Maddie. Yeah. Or okay. that's his, um, uh, with based on the previews, I'm almost positive that he's going to propose to Maddie that day. She takes off. He breaks up with Hannah there. He goes home empty handed. What the fuck do I do? Bring her home to us. Then he goes back after Maddie. And I think they're dating now. Well, when we see Barb kind of slamming Hannah Ann, I'm imagining that her bring her home to us is about Maddie because the second mama bear is not vibing on one of the women, you know, Peter can't choose her. I know. And we see Hannah Ann angry being like, I'm at my limit. And I think it's probably because Barb came for her. Well, what was interesting too is his dad questioning madison with the same shit we were saying where he's like do you see you two being mm-hmm. fully compatible mm-hmm. and i was like oh like oh peter senior <laughs> what's his name we can never remember peter senior. Oh, it is peter senior we just call him jim oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> mix it up yeah, yeah yeah um so yes he can now picture all these women they enter the scene, uh, Hannah Ann. I don't think we've ever gotten more messages than we did letting us know that Hannah Ann, her boobs are not real. Yeah. I literally received a thousand messages Me and people said it was irresponsible for us. No, I no one said that. <laughs> Just joking. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, I'm on edge brain. right now. No, people are like, everyone was like, no hate. We support it, but just so you know. And They're so not- she's, and she actually has been really uh, upfront about it, which I think is, is dope that she's Well, I don't up. know if she has, it would look like she did an ad in 2018 for her implants. Yeah, which I feel like is upfront about it. Yeah. You know. It was like Anywho, pre-bachelor though. Point is, <laughs> doctor did gor- gorgeous work and I'm getting his card immediately. It was like I said, it was like the boobs that you show your surgeon. Yep. Those are the boobs she showed her surgeon I'm getting and his she her got card them. Immediately and I will be flying. I'm going to Knoxville <laughs> tomorrow on a jet with my Chris Harrison money. Anyways. Um, so yes. the two girls are standing there. Peter's tripping. I felt like he hated that he wasn't in control and that bothered me a bit. Yes. Uh, he was so perplexed looking, but I think it was because like he didn't have the say in the situation. And I feel like we do see this a lot actually with the bat, both the bachelor and the bachelor, mm-hmm. which I can't understand because it's already a situation where a lot is feeling like it's slipping out of your hands. But in this situation, I was like, he seems most perplexed that he's not getting to make the decision of. Yeah. I mean, I also, I also think he's so over the top for Maddie. I think part of the reason that he's over the top for Maddie is because of this, this obstacle. Well, I said that she just, did she just make herself immediately the front runner because he loves the drama and she never had the drama and, but he always liked her a lot. And now she's added the drama to someone he already likes. She's the front runner. He's threatening to go home. Mm -hmm. And then that's, we we all know that he loves a woman who threatens to go home. Makes it so much more desirable. Mm -hmm. So, so they're, freezing i've never seen people more cold um everyone's shaking i'm like is everyone so nervous or are you cold and then i just noticed the wind whipping around um i genuinely did not think she was gonna show up I, what did i say i said she's not gonna go she's not gonna go yet yet i don't know if i said yet but now i'm saying yet but i did not i com- i can completely get behind like the idea that she was gonna show up but I did not think she was going to show up for this rose ceremony. I thought she was going to come back later or something, but this one I was shocked. Yeah. And she shows 
bro. She shows back up and then she says to Chris, I don't know why this line really irked me. She was like, I was falling in love uh-huh, with him. Uh-huh. And then last night happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's looking very irritated to be there. And I'm literally was waving at the TV screen. I was like, go home. <laughs> Like, you know, you don't want to be here right now. Like all that this is, is just elongating a process that's just going to be more painful for both of you. Like, I'm convinced that if he does choose Maddie in the end, let's just say he does propose to Maddie. I'm convinced she says no. Now, are they casually dating? I don't, I don't know. Can I, I'm going to. Uh, fast forward 45 seconds if you don't want to know any backstory but I'm just going to tell about a little bit of sleuthing that someone sent me did you see the thing I'm giving you a pause so you can fast forward skip 45 or a minute forward did you see the thing with Madison's Venmo interaction with Peter yes but I also there was also was that fake no but there was also Venmo interaction with Hannah Ann like a month ago what the fuck is he sending the money for I'm (laughs) like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i'm so sorry are you serious there was some sort of interaction because that was one of the big things that all of a sudden people were like maybe it's hannah ann and so part of me thinks is peter a sneaky son of a gun and he's trying to throw us all off by like sending venmos to ever all the contestants buy yourself a drink on me no way there so it was both of them there was one from with hannah ann oh does he choose Hannah Ann and then he dumps Hannah Ann and goes, does he pull an Ari? It looks like he breaks up with Hannah Ann before. Yeah. In the previews, I'm almost positive he breaks Ooh, up with Hannah Ann. I don't know. Okay, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Never yeah. mind then. Uh, so I, I had a question. Did, do you remember from last week? Did Madison say she couldn't like move forward in the relationship or she couldn't accept a proposal? Did she ever? I think she said both. I thought she said both too. She did. She said both. She said, I couldn't move forward in the relationship and I couldn't accept a proposal. For sure. She said, well, then why are you here? That's kind of where I was then feeling a little thrown off. Um, Because last week we talked about it in the episode. We were like, hey, we think they both... They're not, they shouldn't be, they're both one compromising. One going to end up compromising. Yeah, one of them is going to compromise and that's just, I don't know. I just don't think that that's great, a great way to start a relationship, especially an engagement. And um, I think that in this situation, it looks like Madison is starting to compromise. Mm. Even though I don't think that she's going to have sex with him, but that she's compromising by just moving forward and she looks tweaked about it. So there's this thing of like, there's yeah. an energy now going forward in their relationship where Peter is feeling major guilt for having had slept or whatever with the other women. And then Maddie has this thing that she can kind of hang over him. Well, yeah, it's kind of like when she said the thing I've made sacrifices, right? right. Now she's going to be able to say again, I made this sacrifice. I stayed and the, and the even energy, though you did this. And the energy during the rose ceremony, when she accepts the rose from him is like a, you don't deserve this, but I'm going to give it to you anyways. And, and I just feel like I, f- I feel like a lot of people are going to stand behind her on that. But that really bugs me. And 
like I, I would my thing is in, in this whole situation do I agree however like with how everything went down last week no but I still can respect someone for standing by their word making or standing by you know what they believe their in values. and their values and even though I don't, again, I don't know I don't know why she was there in the first place I was that just felt I was a little confused by that but when then she said I can't and then she showed up and then is in a bad mood I'm a little bit like what are we doing right now now yeah. a few people sent a good thought and yeah. I now am fully, I'm now fully sold on okay. this shit. Okay. Why did Maddie go on? She thought it was going to be Tyler, who is a consummate basketball player. Like all he does is play basketball. And he didn't sleep with Hannah Brown in the fantasy suites. Wait, shut up. Yep. Well, but they slept together. Right I mean, that was, that was the, that was the rumor. There was never sure. any That's full true. evidence, but Hannah asked Tyler to not, like that she wasn't there and can we just you know there was something like hey is it okay if we don't that's right and, and tyler respected right. her and he stood by Holy her shit i forgot about that so if madison thinking sexy basketball player tyler i'm a basketball player think about how yeah but she also knows it's peter they uh, the girls always find out who it is no but what i think is she probably audition was auditioning yeah. and then finds out and goes uh okay i'll stick yeah, yeah, i'll yeah. stick around yeah but i'm it made sense to me to think that she thought it was Tyler going in because then you can kind of go, that, okay. That actually makes so much sense. You can kind of go, okay, I get then her going on being like, hey, if I thought it was Tyler going He's in, going to respect I can me. ask him that I'm not comfortable with this and he'll yeah. respect it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. But I still think that then when she was in the beginning of the season, knowing who Peter is, and 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 so I saw I saw a lot of messages and comments being like, you know, the bachelors don't always have to have sex. Nick right. didn't, uh, you know, there's Sean Lowe, and I'm like, my thing was just like, okay, but let's look at Peter, who, again, but we talked about this last yeah. week, but I, I kept see, seeing people bring this up about like, well like bachelors don't have to have sex. I'm like, Peter seems like someone who really puts the physical aspects of his relationship mm -hmm. on the forefront. And he's, his tagline was about the windmill thing. There was a condom, the condom in his car, <laughs> all that. And also what bothered me is I was seeing people commenting back saying stuff like he didn't have to fuck those women, like to know if he was in like, and if he was really in love with her, I'm like, well, one, he said he was in love with all three. Yes. And two, um, there's nothing wrong. It was almost like people were, we're taking the side that there was something wrong with him wanting to physically explore those relationships. And I just felt like that's completely his right. And you may not think that you have to fuck someone in order to find out if you want to marry them, but if someone else wants to, yep. It's I, their right. I support that. Yeah. Like, and again, maybe that's the, and again, the initial him. comment that Maddie made was like, I would prefer you not, but not a hard, I'm going to leave. Okay. So, and then also everyone keeps talking about Nick, right? About sure. how Nick, he he's, was kind of known as a playboy. He slept with some of the other, or had slept with ladies in the past seasons, but he only slept with Van Vanessa. I'm pretty sure Nick has come out and said he he's only ever was, loved Vanessa. He did say that. And also I was listening to, I think it was Bachelor Happy Hour. Rachel Lindsay was talking with Nick, or maybe she was a guest on the show. Anyway, it doesn't matter. She was saying how they all knew that it was going to be, be Vanessa like weeks before, mm -hmm. like weeks leading up to it. He knew she was the one. Peter does not, has no. not seemed to and know though, who's the and one. And though I've had heard that he had said, oh, I knew, you also kind of go, okay, he's now removed from the situation. But I genuinely feel like he, it, 
They Look, got I, broken they up. Guy, he was about the, the guy wears ceremony. his emotions on his sleeves, and he keeps saying, "I'm in love with all of." I I believe he re- he truly th- was confused and didn't know what he to was do. devastated having yes. to send Victoria home. So with the whole Nick comparison, it's like, well, I think Nick was smart because Nick knew that he loved Vanessa weeks and weeks before the show ended so he chose to only sleep with Vanessa and and again Peter has three very different women who play to very three different sides of him Mm -hmm. and so that's hard to decipher what's really what you want moving forward in a long-term relationship yep so I give him more credit I I mean I think he deserves a little more but then I also want to give that credit for Maddie saying if she did think because everyone going like including myself, why would you go on this show? But I suppose if she thought it was going to be Tyler with the whole sense. situation, it makes, makes a little sense. Yeah. It makes a little bit of sense. I just think she should have said it sooner. That's One, that's that's I, just I, my thing. I hands down agree. Hands um, down. And I think it would have made things a lot easier. But also I'm sure producers had some hand in that too. Yes. They're like, oh, save it, save it. Because they know that this is going to make yes, shit even messier. Yes, even though messier. Chris Harrison said, hey, we, she we, she wasn't telling him it was going. It's like, please, no. They were probably telling her to hold off. 100%. Yeah. So we can't totally fault her no. that either. So Victoria's giving the hardest side eye I've ever seen oh, in my life. it is going on. And, and the second, did you, okay, did you think, then as soon as she walked in, did you know that she was going to get the rose? That Maddie was going to get the rose? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, as soon as she walked in, I was like, yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. way that yeah, Victoria's yeah. going to get this. Of course. Well, um, but also I, I forgot that person spoiled it and told me that Victoria was going home this time. Oh, right, right, right. So, well, I didn't know. And um, I was just like, uh, the second she walked in, it was like, there's no way that she's leaving. Um, so Peter is crying. Like we have never seen Peter this broken up. He is crying. He's telling the women that he is grateful for all of them and that this is destroying this. Again, I can't tell if he's cold or if he's sad because he's shaking so hard. Yeah. And I was also like, is this the most tragic thing I've ever seen or like the worst acting I've ever seen at the same time? It looked like he was auditioning a little bit. Yeah, it was a little bit, but I, again, I, I always tend to believe sweetie Petey's emotions. I do too. I tend to believe them. My, um, my, I'm getting very cynical. I've got to stop. Uh, but I felt like, what was the show he was on when he was a kid? He's, it, it was the commercial. It was for like. No, he was on a, on a oh, soap was? opera. Oh, yeah. Huh. I got to look it up real quick because I was like, this looks like a, a scene right out of. Anyway, continue on. Um, so first rose goes to Hannah and second rose goes to Maddie. She does not look like she's going to walk forward for a moment. Days of our lives. Days of our lives. That's 100% a scene from Days of Our yes. Lives. Uh, <laughs> I she, she paused. He calls Maddie. She doesn't move forward. That's editing, right? I don't know. She, you, you can't edit her face. She was like this. Oh, my God. And I... I don't know. And then Peter says, Maddie, will you accept this rose? He's shaking. He can't even look into her eyes. And Maddie barely nods and says, yeah. And Peter finally looks up and says, are you sure? And she says, yeah. And you then can hear his heart beating like crazy. That was insane. That moment was so insane. Again, they've, they've, they had got, they gotta be editing in that heartbeat. I don't know because we haven't heard it at all this season yet. Exactly. And remember how much we heard in heard it in Colton season? No. 
We heard it a lot in Colton season, the last couple episodes. God, is this a new thing now? <laughs> By the way, the second rose was falling apart as he picked it up. Did you see that? <gasps> no. It was like foreshadowing. The petals were like, and Whoa. he was, and he was kind of like, uh, the petals were literally falling off of it. We're <laughs> crumbling like, as he was like, picking it up. Don't do this. It's not going to work long term. <laughs> he, 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 like he looked at it as the rose was falling apart. It was so dark. Oh my God. Uh, um, yeah, she's oh – that was so intense. It also – she was so upset. He's barely looking at her. The sexual chemistry to me was through the roof. I was like, now you guys should have sex. I'm <laughs> so – oh, man, I'm just so over it. Because now it's like, you know, he's passing on Victoria, who was always the – there was always the really unhealthy dynamic. Yes. And the struggle. And then now he's like – Granted, uh, their relationship is not anywhere near as unhealthy, but now he's just getting obsessed with a new relationship that's just about like a struggle. That's like of what's. <laughs> yes. And I think it's definitely made it like it's caught flame now, but he always really liked Maddie from the beginning. There was always a lot of chemistry. There. I'm, not, I'm not speaking to his lack of love for Maddie. I'm talking about his addiction to this thrill of sure, sure. of uncertainty. Sure. It's a, it's a, th- he's obsessed with the uncertainty. It's a good time for him. And, and he had a horrible time at the same time and he can't get enough of it. But isn't that love? Isn't that love? Uh, well, <sighs> Hannah Ann starts like crying hard, looking so distraught when he gives Matt or uh, Maddie the rose. It was, did you not notice this? I didn't. She was like distraught crying and like looking over at Victoria, like, oh my God, oh my God. It was kind of weird. I was, I, I didn't know if it was like, she's super upset that Victoria's getting sent home. But then I'm like, at this point, you guys aren't even going to be together anymore. I think it's partially probably because. Or if she knows now that Maddie's the front runner for sure. And she's like, shit. I don't think it's that, but I think it's this uncertainty of like, based on her conversations with Madison, she's sort of probably feeling like we are on polar opposite. Yeah levels do you feel like maybe hannah ann feels a little bit of shame now yeah i that's what i mean i think and and also like you know how kelly was always pulling the thing of like if he likes her yeah. how does he like me and i think that i would feel really insecure in that yeah. position being like he's really into this person that like thinks i don't have standards and values yes and like what does that say about my relationship with him like mm-hmm. is that now in jeopardy because he's obviously really interested in this other person yeah yeah who has completely different maybe not completely different values but in the way that they maybe both presented themselves and maybe she's like sort of regretting things with peter like does he think now i mean you can't help but have all these different thoughts where you're like does he think i'm too easy or like does he think what does he think of me compared to this woman does he think that she has higher standards than i do well especially then after having the conversation i'm sure hannah ann having it with maddie when maddie was saying that to hannah ann's face and hannah ann was like Oh my God, you're kind of talking at me a little bit right now. Right. Yeah. So I think a, a lot of that would be going that through would make my sense head. For sure. Mm-hmm. Cause I'd be like, Oh fuck. Like, I didn't, did even, I fuck I didn't even think about the fact that now she is in the top two with someone who she may feel like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have slept with him. Oh God. Well, this is a mess. This is a, this is a big mess. <laughs> Well, I, okay, so Victoria's exit was surprisingly tame. Hey, he, what Hey, what happened? I don't know. Hey, 
Where were you the entire season? This very calm. <laughs> well, now it's over, I guess. So she's like, well, the game is like, up. Yeah, that's it felt. And I, you know, who knows? Last episode to me, it seemed like there were those moments where I'm like, I think Victoria might actually really love him. But then after watching this, I just am. I'm kind of like, are you one of these people that like when you shut off, then you shut off and you close someone out and you're fine. But it almost seemed like she was so calm and so low key through this whole thing. Like she, there were a few tears that I was like, did she, it makes me wonder, was she trying every time she would try to run away? Was she actually trying to, <laughs> to leave? <laughs> She was like, no, I didn't expect I was going to get this far. I want to get you a couple hundred thousand followers. You me out of it. I wanted to get on Paradise. I want to meet Tyler. And she's just trying to slowly get out. And he keeps pulling her back in. So he finally cuts her. She's like, trust me, I've really been trying to escape. And he keeps talking me back into it. And she's just like, God, what, finally. A, what a fucking relief this guy is. <laughs> Have you seen the way he dances? I have been trying to leave forever forever what was kind of crazy is i was like wow victoria got here without meeting his family and then now madison's got here without going to the fantasies with them like we're just cutting corners everywhere also victoria yeah wow wasn't that kind of crazy 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 uh, new season man but yeah she had a she had a tame exit and but her exit was also kind of sad it was, she was sad. like i just was here to find love isn't that what everyone wants or like i was hoping to find love isn't that what everyone's hoping for i was just like oh yeah <laughs> and she just kind of had that moment with him even before when they were saying goodbye where he's like, everything was real for me. And she was just like, I just feel kind of stupid. And she was like, it's fine. Just, I don't want to hear it, which I would, you know, give her credit. I would be the same way if I had just had sex with someone. And I thought that like, we had really connected in this, like we were moving forward. And then he was just like, you got to go. I'm choosing Maddie instead. I'd be like, I don't even want to know, to be honest. <laughs> I feel kind of weird about this whole situation. So I got to go. And I would just peace out for sure. You know, what's interesting is they didn't show because of the way they cut it last week. They didn't show Madison returning home. And so like, I really wonder what went down in that in-between space since they're all living interesting. together. Oh, like, oh, did they talk to her? We like, need those. Did they we need that behind her? the scene footage. Come on, ABC, release that, it. Isn't that, <laughs> we demand it. <laughs> release it. <laughs> isn't that weird? Yeah, I wonder if they took her and like let her that's stay what elsewhere. I'm, that's what I was wondering too. Yeah, because I thought maybe Peter would like show back up at her home, like at her uh, hotel room or something, to try to like plead for her back. Mm. Um, they wanted to make it as dramatic as possible, but. By the way, as Peter w takes Victoria and walks away and they're hand in hand, did you see Maddie? No. Maddie looked, she was shaking her head and she looked pissed. And I was sitting here going, is this, she's seeing him walk hand in hand with the girl he's leaving. Maddie knows that they had sex. The feelings are just getting more and more irritated. Like, why am I still doing this? Like, he just like. Do you know when you're when you're pissed at, at your uh, at your your person, yeah. and then you kind of remove yourself from the situation from the situation, and you're kind of like, let's just say your guy like cheated on you or something, and then tries to get back, and you're like, okay, like, all right, I'm forgiving I'm him, and I, I'm, I'm giving you a chance. I'm moving on, and then you're fine, and then all of a sudden you bump into that girl, and you're all the feelings come back, and you're like, fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that's so funny i was having that moment yeah. with maddie where like she's like am i gonna do this am i gonna do this and then the second she sees hannah ann and victoria the two women that he slept with she's just like 
this why am i doing this again with the unseen footage i wonder if there was some sh- like because you know how we saw how pissed victoria was last week mm-hmm. i wonder if there's like some sort of confronta- confrontation once maddie got back that they didn't show like i wonder if victoria was like you gave him a fucking ultimate like i wonder if why they would have showed that right i don't know why are you keeping the good stuff from us abc <sighs> give us the inside scoop well well ha- peter after he leaves victoria um he looks very happy walking back up to both women. Um, he hugs them one by one. I've never felt more awkward. Was anyone else counting the seconds of how long he, he <laughs> like, hugged each one to try longer? to figure out? He, was there one that was longer? I think Madison was a little bit shorter. Okay. And I also noticed they didn't really make eye contact. But because he knows that she's mad at him. I know. And it's, it's, I, don't, I don't think it's going to get better. Which one of them ruined his suit coat, though? Someone did. Oh, was it all covered in makeup? <laughs> I think about that every single episode. I'm just like, I would be, my foundation would be all over the sky. <laughs> it's like, this is, yep, that suit coat's gone. Um, Stylist is pissed. But he's he starts beaming again, and we soon find out why he's beaming. It's because he says his family is already there. <laughs> <laughs> Mom and dad are here. I am complete again. And... Maddie's already met them, but Hannah Ann's going to meet them for the first time. And then Maddie wraps it up with quite a toast, lifts her glass and says, here's to seeing if love can conquer all in the most ominous way possible. (laughs) And then Peter is practically wincing. He's literally like this. I just don't get it. It's like, if you said you can't move forward, why are you moving forward? I don't know. I mean, if she's super, I don't know. All I know is that I'm sure her parents are not happy right now watching this. I think what you said, though, is really true where you're like, that's not a good foundation for a relationship. Like someone is going to be compromising. She's now compromising on what she said, which was like she can't move forward. So like it's always bad to start a relationship that way. And there is that power struggle now because it's almost like he owes her something. Mm hmm. Because she compromised, she sacrificed. You're walking into the final episode feeling like he owes her something. And I don't think it's going to be a healthy way to start this off. That's for sure. I think they're together. And I also think, how is this? Again, I keep going back. I guess things happen, miracles happen, but do we really think Peter is going to be okay not having sex until they get married? Maybe for a few months. That's what I'm saying. It's it's only going to last for... If they are together right now... Or she's going to end up fucking him. Yeah. Which is like, it's a lose-lose. It's a lose-lose because she doesn't want to do that and he doesn't want to not have sex. Oh, guys. Well, Chris oh. says it's one of the most emotional roast ceremonies he's ever seen. <laughs> so... Oh, well, before, before women tell all, before we get into women tell all, oh my Lord. Um, I listen, I've said it before and I will say it again. I love a deal. I mean, who doesn't? It's the most satisfying thing in the world, knowing you're saving money, even if it's just a dollar, which sounds small in the moment, but dang, that ish adds up over time, bro. That's true. And that's why we both shop using honey mm-hmm. guys. This is free. We're not giving you a discount code or anything like to try to save you're you're it's you're free. like making money that's what by that's using what's honey yes okay because it's the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart automatically 
Currently, Honey supports over 30,000 stores online, including ones you probably already shop at all the time, like Macy's, Target, Sephora, Best Buy, so many more. Plus, they're adding more every day. Literally last week, I needed to buy some Ember Essentials from Target, some undies, some cleaning products, I'm fully expecting to fork out about like $100 total for all of it. But thankfully, Honey did some digging, applied a promo code automatically to my cart and saved me almost $20. Uh, the reason I am so, so obsessed with Honey is that not only is it free, like we're saying, you aren't going out of your way spending your money on some random purchase. It saves your money on things you are already going to buy, things that are already actually in your shopping cart. It's like being at a store, your cart is full as you pull up to the checkout counter and then some random angel walks up to you and hands you 20 bucks to help pay for your items. No strings attached. Honey is heaven sent is my point. Using honey to save money is a little daily victory. It's free to use. It installs in just a few seconds. You can get honey for free and start saving money today at joinhoney.com slash chatty. That's joinhoney.com slash chatty. We love you, honey. We love you, honey. We Honey's love you, our honey. honey. Um, okay, so Women Tell All begins officially. Um, I think this might be the shortest version of Women Tell All we've ever seen. And thank God. Thank God. Um, per usual, didn't recognize like half of the girls in the back row. I have to be honest. I got them all this time. I think because we've been doing like the cast photos beforehand and studying them that I was like, <laughs> I know all of you this time. <laughs> oh, my old friends. I felt pretty good about it. Um, I will say I was kind of surprised that like all the top 10 girls got loud whoops. I thought that people were going to like cut back on Victoria or again, could be editing with could the be sound editing. That's because, true. because that happened last year. It happened in my, it happens every season with okay. the, with the tell alls. Okay. And sometimes they'll literally, it happened on my season and I know I said it last year, but they'll insert like claps for something that people actually booed and like vice and like vice versa. They'll literally like create winners of an argument that just, that's not how things went down (laughs) because the whole thing, Victoria in this women tell all, I have some opinions about ABC trying to work around some stuff. Okay. Mm. That's for sure. Um, so and as he's introducing everyone, I was just reminded again how few people I'd liked on this season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like when he is going through them, I'm like, oh, and you lo- looked bad. You looked and bad. You the, looked bad. And for the most part, everyone had like a bad moment. Like yes. the top 10 all had a bad like a moment. pretty bad moment. Yeah. Like, Not even like, a oh, that was kind of off. It no, was like, like, oh, <laughs> Lord, my opinions just fully shifted, which... And then the, 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 like the top, the, the, uh, original 10 that got like taken out. Some of them I'm like, Oh, I liked you. I'm like, that's probably cause I didn't like see you. You never actually, <laughs> I, I never saw you open your mouth on the I screen. I loved you. So. Like, like Sarah, uh-huh. I love you so much, but I heard you say two <laughs> words, but you seem great. I love you. Um, so can I ask one quick question before yeah. we get in? Who was your fave girl of the night and who was your least fave? Okay. And then we'll get into it once we get in the episode or, uh, cover it. But I'm just curious. Victoria P and Sydney and Lexi, I pretty much couldn't stand all three of them equally. Okay, okay. But I guess I I just can't. Victoria P is just so snaky <laughs> to me. She was, but yeah. also Sydney was just talking way too fucking much. I think Sydney was, was trying to make up for a lot of. Oh, she was trying to make up was, for a she lot. Was she really was really trying to change the, her narrative. Oh from, yeah, yeah, she was. Yeah. That, yes, I wrote that. I go. Sydney's <laughs> trying to create her own redemption arc of yes. like this brave figure. Yes. Uh, so. And then my favorite, well, you know, speaking of redemption arc, they 
pushed Kelsey so hard. They gave her that hot that seat. Oh, I thought I'm like this is bachelorette. Yeah, moment. they were setting they this were setting was herself moment. up for that. Mm-hmm. They were setting her up for that. Well, and case. they technically yeah because they filmed Women Tell All before they officially decided who the bachelorette was yeah, a week before, maybe longer than a week before. Yeah, like a week and a half maybe. So they really were setting her up for that for sure. That she got the bachelor at edit mm-hmm. bachelor edit. Bachelor like edit. Bachelor edit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but besides her, Savannah, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. I I said, yeah, my, my least favorite was Victoria P of the night. And then my favorite was, I guess, Savannah or Alexa. Alexa. Yeah, for sure. Who also didn't say very much. but No, which is always know. seems to be like the smart move during these episodes, by so the way. Someone told, okay, first of all, they immediately go into the Victoria P and Alea thing after the montage, which I, I'm not going to lie, I skipped through the whole montage. I'm like, oh, I remember very clearly everything. That yeah, happened the this montage, season. it was, you know, yeah, it was nothing new. Yeah. It was nothing new. Chris immediately asks Sydney about the Victoria P and Alea situation. That's the first person he asks. I'm like, oh boy, here we <laughs> yeah, go. It's just like, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Um, Sydney says that Alea is scripted. And she just knows that something was off. She's like, you know, when you get that feeling and something's off. Something is off. So about basically, this chick. she was Sydney passionate. admits in this moment, we get a clear, clear admonition that Alea didn't actually do anything wrong. No, and it was a based gut off of feeling. Vibes. Yes. Sydney, your vibes have been giving me a bad gut feeling <laughs> since like the minute you walked on screen. So you're really one to talk. Also, so Abroad sent us this thing about um, apparently, you know how they said something about like a cat and the rat or something yes. at some part in the season? There All were clicks the that girls. were called the cats and then the click that was called the rats. Well, we don't know if that's for sure, yeah. but well, uh, the, the girls who were the cats. So these girls yeah. like Lexi and Sydney and I believe Victoria P were all using these cat filters on Instagram. Oh and apparently God. it's like this little, they, they were like a little feud, the cats versus rats. So the cats you were guys, immediately we're going after Alea. using cat Alea. filters as like a, a click as, thing. As, as like a code of how you guys are the in crowd. And then we talk about online harassment later in the episode. I mean, so yeah, all the cats are immediately going after Alea. Again, like you said, after off of a gut feeling. Off of a gut feeling. feeling. There's nothing, there's nothing that happened. And then Lexi saying she was treating this like a pageant. Um, and then Chris Harrison's asking, why do you think Alea came back? And Sydney's like, I what know was why? she screaming she about went Reddit? On Reddit? She went on Reddit. She's basically was saying that the reason Alea came back is that she went on Reddit and, um, uh, and Lexi's then saying like, yeah, you went and got info from other people on the other girls and that's malicious. And I'm doing this. I'm waving, watching it going, um, excuse me. Are you kidding me? If I would have been in a shoes where I got literally rioted off the season for no reason, uh-huh. every woman sat down with Peter uh-huh. and talked shit on me. You better believe I'm going back and I'm finding info uh-huh. on all of you. Uh huh. And like I said, it's not malicious. Like I said, we talked about this, but but malicious. And again, like we talked about when we covered it, the way that Sydney came back on and thought that people knew about the Victoria. Or uh, Alea came back on. Yes, I'm sorry. Alea came back and said the thing about the Victoria F thing. It was very much like 
it seemed like a slip of the tongue and didn't, she really didn't realize everyone else didn't know. And again, like I brought up then, Mikkel got, she went home because of a funeral. And guess what? She went online and read of all the reality you do. shit. Who's going to resist? Who Sydney, you do the same fucking thing. It's not malicious. But what You're I'm saying is, curious. Of, and, on, and on top of all of it, you want to talk about malicious? This girl got shoved off the show for literally no reason except for the fact that the girls didn't like her. Of course she's going to come back with info. I would come back with a full detective binder. I'd be like, well, I'm surprised if she you didn't go to, say if you more. Go to page number 50, paragraph C, you will find that, oh, I would have everything. I would have everything. Well, and then her response, I'm dead. You know what? Actually, Alea may be my favorite one of the night. <laughs> yeah, what was her response? She goes, well, she says, first of all, my biggest regret is that I should have kept my mouth shut. I word vomited, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She's like, and for those of you who have seen me outside of this house, am I not just as obnoxious in person without the cameras? And I was, ch- I was chanting, Alea. first of all, and then everyone's going, it's true. Everyone, She's just as obnoxious. Everyone except those three girls. No one was attacking Alea, you will notice, mm-hmm. except for the three girls. Yes. Lexi. Sydney but, and Victoria. Yeah, everyone going like she is that she's obnoxious. She's just as obnoxious. And Elaine's like, I'm just as obnoxious. Well, then, Ooh, Savannah Vic- come. Well, yes. Yeah? Yes, yes, yes. No, I was going to say, well, Victoria P. Then, because, oh, after everyone's chanting, yes, yes, she's just as obnoxious. And then Alea <laughs> says, my voice with the 10 octaves, I've done for 25 years. My mom calls it my princess voice. Like, this is just who she is. Which, and didn't we say that? We're like, this is just kind of who she is. It's just who she is. But then, Sheehan calls out VP, Victoria P, and says, I find it suspect that you are talking shit on Alea, and then you're holding her hand, letting her cry on your shoulder. Oh, she said that on Savannah. And okay. then Victoria P tries to pull an Alea. Oh, 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 girl. She, she goes, tries to no, no, pull. No, no, no. The fact that she goes, I'm weird. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> you know me. I'm just so weird like that. Like super manipulative. You know how weird I <laughs> You know how weird I am. Just, you know, it's not two faced. It's just weird. You know how weird I, I am. I lie about knowing her really well. I lie about the amount of time we have. I hold her hand. I tell her I love her, and then I talk shit about her. You know me. I'm well, just a weirdo. And <laughs> she am. Cor- I'm quirky. Yeah. Oh, I wear tennis shoes with my prom dresses. I'm just weird like that. The fact that Sheehan brought up specific things too where she was like you hu- what about when you were hugging her backstage at this what about when you were holding her hand Damn, at maybe this? she like, was my favorite of the night she was coming for it too i forget yeah oh she gave specifics she gave specific specifics <laughs> and then she tries to say i'm weird she was like well this just worked for Alea, and she kind of she kind of called herself out and called herself obnoxious so i'm just gonna <laughs> use an excuse and, and say my actions were because i'm weird i was not only annoyed of course obviously at the screaming that ensued but also bummed because i'm like let's see more of victoria we need justice for Alea. Victoria P, we demand answers. We demand timestamps. I must see your text together. And I she want got to know. Caught twice, twice, and, and, and it got deflected twice. Both times, Victoria P, at the end of the day, has been the expert of this season. She has gotten out of. So I, I wanted to. I should have gone back and paid attention. Did the other cats? immediately start yelling and screaming and the chaos ensued is this strategy did they just immediately start to start <laughs> yes. screaming all over each other so then they would be so yeah. then they would be dismissed and yeah. they would move on from the conversation was this strategy 
that actually might have you know what that's a great strategy we're just gonna start yelling random things at other to try people to end the argument because we know chris harris and all that gonna cut, cut it, it off like, and much, start a new topic genius strategy oh my god the cats are smart well my blood pressure was skyrocketing after that because i was just so mad oh i'm i'm oh my gosh i know that, that, I that's, think- that's when savannah was like no this is fake it's not weird you're the fakest person in the house i was like savannah <laughs> that's the thing no oh. one's buying sydney or victoria's shit right like the audience as the audience i don't know i feel like this is my thought i bet out of this episode that sydney is going to get a lot of love because of the ending with um with rachel and also sydney again clearly made a really big effort this episode to uh partner up with the right people right she right away defended maddie as soon as like they saw the preview she was like i i respect that maddie you know stood by her for her decisions and and then she was like ah. sydney by the way if she was in uh, uh like victoria f uh of course she scenario, would have called it out of course she would have just been as pissed there's no way she would have been like good for you girl no, standing your ground no. and then um and then you know she was there was a few people she was aligning herself with the right people she started she aligned herself with kelsey knowing that kelsey's getting the bachelorette edit at this point they don't know who the bachelorette is she was like yeah i forgive you we're good girl like she aligned herself with rachel Lindsay. tried to like make herself like rachel Lindsay, just being like yes i understand which the thing is i mean i think i'm sure she's received we'll get there when we get there but i think that i don't think that sydney's gonna get as much heat but I will say that like probably like throughout the season, I don't feel like that many people online would have gone after Alea. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't no. see that in any of this. I, I can't see like Alea getting. So it's like, yeah, I feel like maybe people are going to side with Sydney and Victoria, but definitely I can see those girls getting like way more online heat than yes, like Alea. For sure. For sure. Because Alea just kind of dipped out. <laughs> she just kind of like she was just kind of there we actually didn't see her that much we just saw a lot of people talking about her yeah you know so i don't, I don't think, think people have, have any i don't think anyone has any real polarizing feelings about alaya besides those girls yeah let, let let's let's be you clear know? she for sure will be on paradise and then we will develop our opinion of her but right now we we really know nothing <laughs> except for the fact that a lot of the girls don't like her i i do kind of like her but i don't think i, I think i still, like i kind of like i kind of i kind of felt like after this it sort of seems like a lot of the girls um don't not like her except for those three girls like yeah it, i think they're i think all the girls are fine with her now yeah yeah and this may be something about after production or maybe how people are seeing things play out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so Champagne Gate. Um, yes. Uh, Did oh you gosh. catch Chris's comment? All's well that ends up your nose. I'm like, oh, are you doing blow in your trailer? before <laughs> Chris? He goes, all's well that ends up in your nose. I'm like, Chris is like, what? this is the only way I'm able to handle this. All this shit. Are you kidding me? Like, I am pumped for this. This is why I'm looking so youthful. I know. <laughs> i am wired <laughs> um yes champagne gate. it was actually during this that i noticed that mckenna got hair extensions to look just like kelsey and victoria p champagne gate <laughs> um yeah i mean they made there such like much- a huge thing of champagne gate especially then when he brought he brought her uh kelsey into the hot seat it kept asking about champagne wow champagne gate i was like really it wasn't 
we're all over it. Like yeah. we love the no meme. No one cares about we it We love anymore. the meme, but we Hannah Ann's not even but here. But we don't need to hear the backstory. Well, and her about, response like, was so good though. Oh, I know. Cause you know, she was just like, yeah, I definitely overreacted or whatever. She was she great. Yeah. She was great. Um, and then when initially, then she says, yeah. And, and that's when she says, I think like, I get it, but I think you handled it. It was kind of irrational the way you handle it. Kelsey agrees. Fully owns everything. I think Kelsey's probably cool with everyone too. I do. Think everyone you, seemed fine with Kelsey. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so then Tammy, Tammy's eye rolling her way through this entire thing. Um, so they go into the thing between Tammy and Kelsey and immediately again, the, the biggest thing that bothered me during the season when this all played out and now is Tammy is sticking with this narrative. One of the first things she said is I was concerned for you. Yeah. And I'm like, please that's I just think, so that's such a cheap excuse i think the best point. thing that tammy could have done was to been like hey here's the deal i'm really sorry which she did apologize to to kelsey but if she would just be like listen i'm really sorry you were driving me nuts i don't even i think the best thing would have for her to say is like honestly watching this season back i just really wish i hadn't reacted that way and i could see how my words like are going to be a label that's going to stick oh, no, no, with no, no, you. No, no, a hundred percent. That's the best answer. <laughs> but what I'm saying is if you're going to give a reason for why you did it, I think being like, I was concerned of like, versus like, Hey, here's the deal. I gotta be honest with you. You were making me crazy. I was letting you cry on my shoulder constantly. I was getting really fucking over it. And I, I snapped and I'm sorry. Okay. I, I was talking shit on you and I shouldn't have done that. And just been like said that instead of it being like this whole concerned thing. Right. There know? were red. Well, not she was sticking with this thing of like, well, there were red flags. And I was like, just stop. Like, yeah, you're just that's stop. It's like, just let it be. Well, and then and then Lexi goes, you called her an alcoholic and then a pill popper. And I'm like, yo, Lexi, the bitch of sitting all next people to you who shouldn't bring up the pill popping comment. It's you because your BFF Victoria Paul was the one who said this. And that's what Tammy was like. I didn't call her a pill popper. And then Marissa from the back. <laughs> yes. Some of these girls in the back row were dropping in little, just like, <laughs> I know. And normally nuggets. I hate it when they do, but oh, I, I was, was loving it, it every living single time. It. I think it's because I actually liked the, I like those girls in the back. I'm like, yeah. give us more of them. And Marissa just drops and goes, VP, didn't you say that? And I just love her. She calls her VP too. She goes, VP, didn't you say that? And then, and then Victoria says, well, Tammy and I were together and she brought up that Kelsey was acting a little out of character that night. Um, and then Savannah says, but it was Adderall. And then the line of the night, the line of the night, Victoria P says, well, from a medical standpoint, I'm a nurse from a medical standpoint. And Savannah from the back, you're a dermatologist. <laughs> I hit the deck. I also. hit the deck because also no one would have said this. She would have been able to say, I'm a nurse. And from a medical standpoint, I was concerned. And you know, Savannah was the only one who was going to be like, you're a dermatologist. So let's not be talking about, you Did know. Did she mean, although, yeah. I know what she meant. She, she from mean a medical esthetician? St- Did, 
I'm like, she's a dermatologist. Is she a dermatologist? I think VP works in a plastic surgery office. I okay. think she's like does injections. I could be wrong. Okay, so, so I'm, I'm not 100% okay, sure, okay, but okay. I'm pretty sure it's like a facial aesthetics office. Okay. Um, but she's definitely not like a nurse in like a. Also, from a medical perspective, you should not be talking about other people's prescription medication and releasing that information <laughs> to other people, even if they're not your patient. It's probably not a good practice to someone in the medical world to be commenting on the private information of somebody else's prescriptions. Isn't there actually a thing that they have to sign? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. She's not her patient. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, if you're talking about uh, HIPAA, but like it's, she's not her patient, but still like. Probably not a good call. And then also, yeah. Also, if you are a nurse, then you'll know that these are her prescribed medications. And if you're actually concerned about the interactions of Adderall and alcohol, then you take her aside and go, hey, Off camera. I, I, I don't know, like this could be really dangerous for mm-hmm. you if you are mixing these two and that, that could, you know, you seem like and you've you been a little bit there. out of control and I just want to let you know that maybe you don't want to be continue yeah, doing Yeah, you that. don't say it when one of the girls goes, wow, Kelsey's making me crazy. She's, She's been like, out of wow. control. She's like, well, I don't know if you've noticed. I did. See, I was rifling through her bag. <laughs> when I was sifting through her things. <laughs> um. Like, Ugh. Yeah, well, that yeah, that's that's. But that uh, was a fantastic. That I was loved oh that. God, it she was the best. Shut down. It was the best. Um, and then yeah, I mean, t- saying believe me or not, I did it from a good place. We were swapping spit with the same guy. It was my business. Um, which I mean, <laughs> I guess at the end of the day, if there's like 20 women dating my boyfriend, I'd be like, yeah, I guess I would care a little bit <laughs> about certain things. I would make certain things my business. Oh my god. Um, but um, yeah. And then, and then Tammy starts doing this thing where then she's trying to instigate Sydney going, well, Sydney, what about Kelsey talking crap on you? And then another line of the night is like, yeah. And then, and this is when Sydney, good strategy knows we have Kelsey as bachelorette edit is like, well, you know, I wasn't happy about that. Like you did call me a stupid fucking bitch. And then this was was one of my favorite moments of the night. And she goes, no, Sydney, I called you a dramatic fucking bitch. That was so good. So good. I'm also like, you're one to talk, honey, but okay. But I still stand yeah. by you. But also, I'm like, you're calling someone else a dramatic fucking bitch. Oh. That's interesting. Well, <sighs> then Kelsey wraps it up by saying, Tammy, you now put that title on me, even yeah. though it's not true, which is a really, I mean, by that, you put it, yeah. that was the thing that I was thinking about the whole time is I'm like, now Kelsey has this reputation of, as an alcoholic, even though she might be very far from it. We have no idea what her deal is. And now, but now whenever you see her, you kind of like, let's, let's say this on paradise, because I'm sure she'll be on paradise when she starts, when all of a sudden she starts having a couple drinks, you know, everybody's going to be like, Oh, how many is Kelsey drinking? Mm -hmm. And people are going to be thinking about it the whole time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she put that in. Yeah. I would be thinking about it anyway, because she always seemed a little bit drunk and teary throughout the whole thing without someone pointing it sure, out. But, but it's a label. It's that a you're, label. Yeah. And then um, and then the she pill, came yeah. saying that she was like, also, you're belittling the disease that people go through. She kind of snapped. Well, also like, like snapped him like a hey, girl. Also, the pill popping thing again, like even if she's not popping drugs recreationally, um, I would be really upset about someone even knowing that like or having to talk about my Adderall prescription on television. And, and Kelsey, because did it, again, then people are Kelsey like paying attention so to how much you're drinking. She was like, yeah, it was Adderall. 
And I'd be pissed about that because guess what? It's not the world's fucking business what prescriptions mm-hmm. I'm on. That is a fact. And also people are going to be watching then like, oh, is she drinking? Is she on Adderall right now? Is she on some other prescription? Is she on Xanax right now? Is she blacking out? Like all. And um, yeah. Yeah. No, I. I also, well, as someone who had the on staff psychologist following them all around one night after I fell asleep after having like three glasses of wine, I'm sure she's now got a. Uh, Literally, the psychologist would follow, like, I would go, they'd take us out to the pool, and the psychologist would be, like, two cabanas away watching how much I was drinking. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're like, keep your eye on oh, oh, she had over a, there. No, she had a conversation with me and was like, are you having a difficulty, like, difficulty with this process? Are you using alcohol to cope with it? And I was like, what the fuck? No, a cocktail party got canceled, and we had four hours to kill, so I had, like, five martinis. It's called boredom. And... Also, look it up. Elevation gets you way drunker than you. Oh, I always make get. that mistake. I always forget. Anyway, so now she's got the freaking staff psychologist following just her like around. A, I'm sure the whole time, just like Kelsey, Monday, the 25th. <laughs> she's on her third. Tally, tally, tally. Um. Well, then we get into McKenna and Tammy. <sighs> McKenna. What? Here's the thing. Towards the end of like McKenna's time on this season, I was starting to be like, you know, I was starting to be like, I'm I'm vibing with McKenna. Yes, she's she's McKenna-ish and she's wine dancy and does her thing, but I think she's funny. She gives me a laugh. The the extreme levels to which McKenna was attempting to make her uh Bachelor in Paradise debut was out of control in this episode. Which I have to say, even though I completely turned on Tammy after her behavior towards her second half of her appearance on this season, her two lines, which one, when she, when she said, okay, how long did you rehearse? This was maybe my favorite line of the night. Actually. It was so there were so uh, there biting. were maybe three lines in women tell all that McKenna so clearly rehearsed like that she practiced in front of the mirror that when Tammy said that it was like, wow, nothing rings more true. Okay. So yeah. So they're talking about the McKenna thing. Also, did you notice at first, it seemed like everyone was suddenly against McKenna. There were a lot of people coming. Okay. So this, here's the thing. Yeah. Um, there are groups of friends, right? So there's the cats, which is Victoria, Paul, uh, Lexi, (laughs) Sydney, Victoria F and Natasha who are like, they're all good friends. Right. Okay. Um, the other group of good friends is um, uh, Kelly, Tammy, Sarah, um, mm. Deandra, mm. Alexa. Um, there's those group of women, uh, Sheanne, who are like friends and okay. they hang out. Okay. Kind of like definitely the clique that I would want to be in. Let's put mm-hmm, it that way. Mm-hmm. Like the cooler chicks mm-hmm. who are less, who have like, you know. Not the front row. Um, And so I think probably with the Kelsey-Tammy dynamic, nobody was going to stick up and be like, yeah, Tammy, because everyone knows that that was just not cool. But I think with the McKenna-Tammy thing, that 
a lot of those girls are really good friends with Tammy and well, they all hang out. And I think that and it I probably think hit McKenna a nerve. was annoying, probably dealing with her on the show. So then everyone's coming out of the woodworks coming at McKenna because they're not going to come for Kel- they're not going to come for Kelsey in this situation in the last uh, situation because right. Tammy was very clearly in the wrong. Right. Um, and even though I do believe Tammy was in the wrong on the show with McKenna during. Yeah, this, I, do. I think so, too. It probably like, it struck I a think, nerve. I think I struck a chord. With yeah, people I think like, I think the girls let like I think a lot of the girls really love Tammy off the mm. show. Um, and I've, I think they like you said, they probably dislike and they don't McKenna. like McKenna. Well, McKenna starts talking. And do you see Chris vehemently nodding? Yes. Yes, McKenna. Speak your truth, McKenna. <laughs> Speak your truth. For real. Another reason yes, to hate yes, him. Yes, McKenna. <laughs> Love wins, McKenna. We know. Yes. <laughs> well, <and> no. <laughs> this, and this speech, I was literally sitting watching the TV like this. It was the weird. This interaction was very weird because well, she goes, if anything, you you taught me how I don't want to treat people and who I don't want to be. Oh, please. That was very it, that was the most rehearsed. I couldn't have rolled my that eyes was the most farther rehearsed. back in my well, head. Oh, also, can we talk about the moment where um, McKenna makes the comment like, Okay, like you thought I was here for the wrong reasons, but who had the one-liners all season directed at Tammy? And then Marissa, again from the back, goes, You were literally a meme, McKenna. And McKenna, McKenna goes, You went home night one, throws it over her shoulder. Of at course, Marissa. someone else always has to throw that shade. Which which in that moment, I was like, Oh, McKenna thinks so like she thinks she's such hot shit for like how far she got. I think McKenna probably thinks that America loves her more than they do. 100%. Yeah. Because I think she's thought that all her I life. I think there's a few people that America loves. America loves Maddie. Um, I think, uh, America loves Kelsey. Now. America is going to love. Yeah. loves Kelsey. America loves Kelly. Yeah. And I think McKenna thinks that she's one of those America loves people. Yes, 100%. She definitely thinks And I that. think a lot of America felt neither here nor there about McKenna. In, in, in Actually, the show. a lot of people liked her whole speech thing with Tammy, which I was just like, who well, I think are you? I think Tammy really lined her up to have like this heroic thing. I think it was the best mm. thing that could have happened for McKenna mm. because McKenna, you know, had this moment to be like, you know, love herself and feel powerful because Tammy was coming after her for no, for no reason other than not liking her again. So it was like, but, but, oh gosh, when she snapped at Marissa, I was like, girl, not a good move, my friend. Like, don't be that girl who snaps at the, just ignore it. Just ignore it. Or be like, or, or when say you're literally a meme, McKenna, McKenna be like, I can't help the way that my face is always doing crazy. Like, I mean, just play it off, but don't with your new long extensions, flip them back at Marissa and be like, you left night one. Yeah, and like, then Marissa up. says, I'm still on the same damn stage as you. <laughs> I know it's like, the best what? clap back to that I've ever actually heard. Yeah, I definitely took note of that. I was like, good one. And then Kiara Whoa. was like, McKenna was so annoying. I'm a nanny. I see childish behavior and it was the same. I was like, damn, back row is coming back for coming McKenna. For her. Well, oh my so, God. And then Tammy brought this up. And when she said it, I was like, yep, I can totally see that. 
Tam, you said like every time the camera came around, you'd be dancing and throwing your legs up all over the place. And I'm like, well, oh that God. doesn't surprise me at all. Like that sounds spot on when she said that. When she- and and clearly it is true because of McKenna's reaction to that. McKenna- when Tammy says that, she goes, how dare you? How dare you? With the finger. How dare you say I dance for the camera? I'm like, yeah, bitch, that's literally all you do. We've seen your Instagram. (laughs) She goes, you call me a nasty woman? (laughs) How dare you? And I was like, no one said you're a nasty woman. Granted, McKenna said you spread your legs and did this whole thing. Yeah, I don't think she was. I don't don't think think she was was saying like you spread your legs. No, I I think she was just saying like you're throwing up your legs and being like, wow. In yeah. front of the camera. <laughs> no one said you're a nasty woman in McKenna. You call me a nasty woman. I don't know what it was, but there was something about her having really long hair now that made it just so much funnier to me. It felt it felt way more real housewives ish. Yes, 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 how dare you? It was like a real housewives reunion. I felt like it. Who would have done that, Shannon? It's not my fucking plate. It was a Vicky moment, maybe. <gasps> maybe Vicky. But it almost sounded like when she said, how dare you? I think maybe it's now because we're recreating it that way. But I imagined her having an accent when she was doing it. How dare you? I felt like she like was about a- to faint, you know? It would have been like Vicky, where then they needed to call the ambulance. Because she's like, I can't. I I can't breathe. Huh? And then it would fall on the floor. <laughs> can you totally see that? Okay, and then the worst clapback ever. Oh my god! Okay, she goes. How about you come to Canada and learn how to treat people? And there's just crickets and this silence in the audience. She thought it was like. She had rehearsed that one, you know, and she's like, that's oh, no, going to no, no, get no. him. And everyone's like, we're American. No, it was it was <laughs> the most rehearsed because Chris was like, all right, let's move on. And then she's like, I just have one last thing to <laughs> say. Yeah. And then she threw it out there and it was just like, everyone's like, that was what? your final thought. <laughs> that was your closing I know. statement. I know. I was fully actually, I, I expected so much more from her. I was fully expecting her to be like. No one can ever come in the way of someone who loves themselves. Uh, and yes. clear- I thought some- we were going to have a full self-love. No, I thought all a- of a sudden God is a woman was going to play in the background yeah, yeah, yeah. and she was going to have like her Aria on With her extensions. <laughs> I'm sorry, you have more oh. work to do on loving yourself. Yeah, no. No, instead it was... <laughs> Some Canada how about you? How about you come to Canada where we know how to treat people and everyone's like... Is there a is back, that shade is there a, to the U.S. A, of A? I know. I literally, I was like, country shaming. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm home watching TV and I'm waving my American flag as the anthem is playing. We're just America, like, America, America. <laughs> Suddenly, I'm the most patriotic person ever. Flash. Like, are America. you saying we don't know how to treat people here in the United States of America? Land of the free they're home of the brave. It, they're assuming it on McKenna. <laughs> she says it all of a sudden. They pan out. All the other bachelorettes are in full America face paint. <laughs> <and> <laughs> <her> <laughs> flags. I 
a solid, solid the crowd cheer is just, for the US of A. The crowd is just burning red, white, and blue. How could she? <laughs> I flash to Chris Harrison. He has a bald eagle perched on his head. No, nodding his head. He's like, no, McKenna. He's like, I was all for this until you took it there, McKenna. <laughs> until you had to bring it back too, to Canada. Too the soon. only one cheering you on is too Caitlin soon. Bristow right now. Too soon. Oh my god. Wow. Well, I'm overheating. That was one of my favorite parts of when we tell all, oh. all of those little interactions. That was great. Oh my god. That well Chris Harrison said then says, let's put a pin in this and we're gonna then talk later about the new Bachelor Nation show that everyone is freaking out about. And everyone's just like, What are you talking about? <laughs> what show? Listen to That's your heart. In paradise again, crickets. Literally, no one wants to see this show. Wait, wait, wait! You skip past the Kelsey hot seat part. No, he says that first. He oh. did the pin in it part first, and oh. then we do the Kelsey hot seat. Oh, 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 oh okay. Oh, so, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Kelsey hot seat. Um, you know, she, we, she got the she got the redemptive narrative. She got the redemptive narrative. She starts crying, saying it was really hard. I still truly believe that Kelsey was in love with Peter. I'll stand by that for the rest of my life. I'll agree with you. Um, I'll support you. And then, my God, Kelsey is crying. She's like, "I'm in love with Peter." What do you and miss Chris about Harris, him? Do you miss him? What do you miss about him? It's like, jeez, Chris, lay off. You're the friend I don't want around when I'm going through a breakup. <laughs> so, what was the best thing about your relationship? When you think about another woman being with him, what's the thing you feel most jealous about? <laughs> just like, she, and she literally looked kind of like, uh, oh. And then, then we did the interview about Champagne Gate, which was like hard hitting news. Yeah. <laughs> which was actually kind of cute given that we recorded yes. with Almost Famous the week that the whole Champagne, or, you know, the Tammy Kelsey stuff came out. And Ashley was genuinely so no, passionate. Ashley was so passionate. This was not like 100%. I bet Ashley talked to production like one She probably two, asked. Because she felt so much for Kelsey because she got uh, written as like the crying emotional basket case mm-hmm. girl. And I just, I love Ashley. Um, and she was like, Ashley what? really is like having interacted with her a lot of times now, like she really is the real deal and she's super gen- like she's authentic. A good person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she really is like, I always thought she was putting it on. No, she, she, she really cries all the time like that. It seems. Well, and before we even started to record, she was like, passionate about wanting to oh talk yeah about before kelsey. the mic came on she was just like dude this is not right about oh, yeah, this shaming no. with kelsey's <laughs> no, it emotions was, it was really sweet so when she came out knowing that background i was like oh this is very exactly genuine. normally i think i would have been pissed by it but i was like how cute she's like really kelsey's biggest fan yeah she really is and um yeah they had their sweet moment together and then ashley was just like uh way to go by standing up to the emotional shamers out there and tammy is literally eye rolling to her grave like yeah. her eyes could not roll farther back in her head um and then they bring out that gigantic bottle i of, did like tammy's disco ball top i loved tammy's disco ball top. it was pretty cute listen i'm gonna stand by this for forever i don't like the way that tammy has behaved on the show in the latter half i do see her interacting with all the girls that i like i think that tammy's the girl who I would be like in real life, I would absolutely yeah, yeah. adore her and I'd want to be like best friends with her, but she'd also be the friend where then I'd see her on the show and I'd be like, no, Tammy, no, Tammy, don't, Tammy, stop, Tammy, no. Also, she's a friend in, her, in real life who can never admit when she's wrong. Yeah. So it, I'm that like, seems obvious, you know? I'm like, I feel like, you know, I have a couple close friends of mine who would go out to a bar 
you know, ends up kind of getting into a little bit of a uh, disagreement and at the bar. And you're like, you are 100% like, in the wrong. And they'd be like, this is not right, and I'm pulling you out, but you are a fun time, and I enjoy hanging out with you. I feel like Tammy's that vibe for me. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, they bring out that gigantic bottle of champagne, and McKenna is literally sco- All the other girls are, like, clapping, and McKenna literally throws her body back, and she's like, yes! So, like, McKenna, calm down. Sweetie, the camera's barely on you, okay? I know, just stop. Um, You're going to be on the beach this summer. You can just freaking... Yes. Yeah. Uh, so then we have a preview for Listen to Your Heart. And I want to say this, and I want to make this very clear to every single one of the Broad Squad members out there. This show is my actual nightmare. I th- said that multiple times while watching it. It is literally my nightmare incarnate like here it is served up on a platter for me by abc they are singing shallow from a star is born this is why the did intro they keep, we get they, they really were pushing the star is born thing we have clips of people saying it's like a real life a star is born it's almost i'm like, like except neither of you are lady gaga <laughs> so stop and neither of you are bradley cooper <laughs> come on guys i don't understand listen it sounds like a group of older men got into a room together and goes, you know what really did well this year? That movie, A Star is Born. People sure love that. Or, you know what Bradley show Cooper. people love? American Idol. Yeah. People like singing stuff. They love that. They truly, they love American Idol. They love that. That Star is Born, that one, they won all those Oscars. Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga had all that chemistry. You know what? We should combine it. And you it's like, not. this looks terrible. I will be covering every minute of this show. <laughs> this is going to be a hard one for me to cover, Beck. I got to be honest with you because I'm going to be hiding underneath the couch and the pillows so much through it. I don't even, I'm going to be cringing so hard through this. I don't. Oh, oh my God. Also that guy who was singing gravity looked exactly like John okay, Mayer. It was very, why weird. were all the songs they're singing from 2006? Not sure. Unsure. Like they're singing like cold, all these soft rock anthems maybe, of like maybe two, they're cheaper. Of like, 2006 for real i'm like okay do you guys cut a deal with like colby calais yeah. and john mayer they're probably what the cheaper fuck? cheaper um there's also we're seeing clips of like so much drama it's not Why fun singing it? a love song when you aren't in love and then they're talking about emotionally cheating already i don't know what the how this show is even gonna roll because they're i don't get cheating it. on each other like they're all in one house it must be bachelor pad it has to be bachelor yeah. pad style I'm and then there's sure also um competing see and then there's these former bachelor people judging and i'm like are you judging their performances or their relationships like what you well, have no qualification also to judge i want to say songs. this because i love to make predictions and just like really hope yeah. that they're right i predict so write this okay. down i predict because i saw jason and caitlin in the audience and jojo and, and jojo but but specifically jason and caitlin i predict i remember seeing uh, like numerous months ago caitlin singing and talking about like writing in the studio i predict that when this the oh, finale of this episode that stuff. she drops her single with the finale of this episode that's my guess i'm gonna put that out there in the world and i i like to make a prediction I i'd love did to she put money always on do it. music i don't think so that's weird she actually has a Sounds like she's got a pretty good voice. Anyways, I hmm. that's that's my guess is what's going to happen. That's prediction. Okay. Um, but I really don't like the show just from seeing clips of it. And I don't think that I'm going to feel differently when I'm watching it. I think it's going to be a cringe fest that we will uh, recap. We've got to do it because I'm because it's almost for sure that there's going to be people from the show on Paradise. Yes, and I think that's one of the know. main reasons. Like, yeah, got to. I really don't want to watch it, but I do feel like we do need to figure out who these characters are. Oh, I think are. it's going to be such like a fun shit show. Uh, Beck and I have it's also talked so about having so some of them. our musician friends 
um, on the show mm-hmm. or on our recap. To rate to their reca- perform- Yes, to rate their performances, to recap with us. You and know. to talk about like their actual shot in the industry. Because that's the thing. Is this show giving them any kind of like music incentive? I mean, I know it's like the love and yes, music thing. I think so. so. Do they get some sort of like record deal at the end I, of it? I, I, that's my guess. As a duo, maybe. I bet. Oh, so if they even they hate each other, they have to like. Stay so maybe together. they can't get. No, maybe it's like if you make it to week six, whatever, like in paradise, and you're one of the final couple standing, wow. then you get a shot at the record deal. That seems horrifying, and, and then you're dirty. bound in contract <laughs> to a musical con. Your career is bound this to this person dirty that you moves, met on the ABC, reality show. Dirty moves. It's great. All right, so next we have. Um, Victoria F in the hot seat. Before we talk about Victoria F, should we um, chat yeah. for a minute about some of our lovely uh, sponsors? Lovely sponsors. Um, listen, I have this very firm internal belief system that I am almost positive I'm not alone in, and that's this. If you know a lot about wine, you're fancy and you're adult as hell. But here's the problem I have. The world of wine is very overwhelming and I'm guilty of sometimes, aka a lot of times, buying bottles based on label artwork or Mm -hmm. bulk buying a wine that I've tried once and remember liking. Well, thank God there's a better way with First Leaf Wine Club. I agree. Wine has always been a pretty overwhelming thing. Granted, I'm not drinking a ton of wine at the moment, being that I am pregnant, but I still always find myself running to grab bottles because of family events and dinner parties and all that adult stuff surprising Grayson uh, and it's a nice gesture to bring a, bo- a nice bottle of wine not just a two dollar cooking wine yes yeah I do love two buck chuck but Don't it's get me nothing wrong. compared <laughs> to first leaf because the hassle and guesswork is totally taken out of the wine buying experience their experts select wine based on your unique preferences and you can modify your shipments each month depending on your needs um, I can't really think of anything better than coming home to a personalized box of wines, especially if it happens to come on a Monday, because in my opinion, nothing pairs better with some bachelor drama than a nice cold glass of shard, honey. First Leaf makes it the most easy with their online quiz, and they discover all your drinking preferences and will build you this perfect six-pack of wine. It will blow your mind. And if you get your box and decide there's a bottle you don't love, First Leaf has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and will cover the cost. Nice. Yeah. Sign up today and get six bottles of wine for only $29.95. Six quality bottles of wine for $29.95 plus free shipping. And remember, these are quality. They typically cost about $20 a bottle. So this is truly the greatest deal. You just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. That's six bottles for $29.95 plus free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash yeah, and shipping with those heavy bottles can be expensive. Totally. So free shipping is a big plus. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of boozing, um, I was in a store the other day and was immediately reminded that yet another holiday is coming up because the green clover decorations all but slapped me in the face when I walked in. Yes, that's right. St. Patrick's Day is fast Holy approaching. Cow. I know. And I'm very Irish. I'm half Irish, actually. My maiden name is Collins, which is like Smith over in Ireland. So yes, you better believe <laughs> I will be celebrating with friends and a lot of green beer um it's all good and fine as long as i wake up feeling 100 percent, which you you need to be when you have a child of course oh but of course uh gray and i were actually talking about this last night because i was already planning our strategies when the children are old enough and we start drinking and i'm like i'm not doing i will be holding myself back while drinking knowing that i have children to take care of at 6 a.m the next morning you always think about that and honestly this 
sponsor has really changed that. Yes, because one surefire <laughs> way to make sure you're not wasting a day in bed, <laughs> which isn't an option when you have kids. Not an option. <laughs> is by using DHM Detox. It's an optimized blend of natural ingredients, antioxidants, and vitamins that help boost your body's natural response to alcohol. So whether you're having one drink or a bit more, no one wants to wake up feeling like crap. You just take two capsules after your first couple of drinks and DHM Detox helps break down those pecs Pesky toxins. Pesky toxins. Pesky toxins. <laughs> this is legitimately a non-negotiable for me. Anytime I have a night involving alcohol now, I wake up feeling fresh and ready to take on the day, which is important, again, because as nice as laying around watching Netflix sounds sometimes, it's just not super realistic for most of us, <laughs> even if you don't have a kid, because you got a job. All these, all these uh, other, you got classes you have to attend. Yeah, or you just want to make the most of your weekend. Yeah, you don't want to just lay around yeah. all the time, you know. So, how important is your next day? What responsibilities <laughs> do you have for just a couple dollars? You can wake up feeling fine after a night out of drinking, which is worth so much more than that. Mm-hmm. Also, they now have free shipping on all orders in the U.S. So, DHM Detox is also a risk-free purchase. If you aren't satisfied after taking the product, they'll give you your money money back it's a Mm no-brainer we've got 20 percent off uh your order for you just head to dhmdetox.com and use promo code chatty at checkout that's d-h-m-d-e-t-o-x.com promo code chatty i i love dhmdetox so much i can't wait to give it a good go i can't wait to watch (laughs) you give it a good go girlfriend I really can't. Um, okay, so now we have Victoria F. in the hot seat. Um, she, this is also very boring compared she to She is breakup. running for the hottest presidential office in the entire world. She is looking, I mean, my God, she was looking so good. It, I mean, she always her, does. Her, her outfits, though, are always just just right for her. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. She dresses herself perfectly. She really does. Like, it's never like too, there's never too many accessories or like, it's always just perfect that's why i critique sometimes hannah ann or madison because like yeah victoria's exactly just always got the right hairdo for the outfit and it's the perfect all her clothes look like they were tailored to her i know maybe she does tailoring dang i do know some people that do that i'm gonna say this as a war ex wardrobe stylist one of the best things that you can do is you get one quality pair of something and you tailor it to fit you perfectly and Mm. you wear that to the ground and it's worth way more than buying again fast fashion or whatever like you get it tailored spend your money on tailoring it so it's just perfect there you go yeah go go to a secondhand store right yeah get a great pair of jeans and get it tailored to you smart better Hey, smart. Anyways, um, so we see the Victoria F. montage. Um, she's then crying during the breakup scene. And we have a Victoria F. who, again, talk about running for presidential office, is very composed. Super diplomatic. She is very apologetic. She doesn't put any blame on Peter. She's talking no. about being frustrated with herself. She also had some sad lines, like, I wish I would have let him love me sooner. And I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we find out she makes some comments that he would used to assure her along the way by writing little letters, which we didn't Mm. see. So he was definitely like pushing their relationship. Um, and oh yeah, that's what she said. Peter was actually the one good thing I was going to have. I pushed it away. All this. Jeez. So here's the thing with this. And this is where I, am curious with ABC, right? We get the the massive applause um, during her like intro, which might have been edited in. Victoria 
F has had from the beginning with reality Steve and all this, the reputation of being quote unquote homewrecker, having slept with numerous yeah. married men, her friends, husbands. And then we have the white lives matter thing on top yeah. of everything, right? Cosmo shuts it down. We're not going to have her on the cover of our, of our, uh, uh, issue. Bachelor nation. ABC has not addressed this, right? Haven't addressed it. Haven't touched it. We get a brief moment in this where Chris says, was it true? And she says, absolutely not. And that's literally all we get. Let's talk about Jed, for instance, when that all happened last year and he got grilled. So which makes me think is ABC trying to cover their own ass for putting her on the show with all this info, are they trying to give her a Bachelor in Paradise moment without people getting upset? Because I'm just so shocked that Bachelor, that ABC didn't address the White Lives Matter, even when Cosmo addressed mm. it. That's kind of crazy well, to me. Actually, Nick brought this up, and apparently, um, so what happened is like she signed, which, which it's it's really poor judgment, but she signed a release, and the only thing she actually. Um, modeled was a hat that didn't explicitly say white lives matter but she's like posed in a white t-shirt for this company and then signed a release so that they can then put any image on the shirt that she's wearing okay so it's it so again like really poor judgment to know though doesn't she know what company she's signing the release for well so i was talking to nick about this and he was like look not trying to give her too much credit but you know you're a model and they go, it's a local thing to her. And they're like, oh, it's so apparently they didn't. This is what he said. I'm just I'm just saying Nick said this, that they didn't do the like white lives matter thing till after. But it was called the save the Marlins, whatever. Okay. okay. So it's like she she's like gets this modeling gig. She wears something about Marlins or something. And then it's totally possible. The company's like then is like oh let's play off this thing and do white lives matter so like i can't i can't exactly not knowing the situation it's like it could be a really dumb which i feel like i could have made at some point a really dumb thing of signing the release and then it's like oh great they just put a fucking confederate flag on the back of this shirt that i modeled yeah i mean i guess i'm just shocked that abc hasn't addressed it at all considering that cosmo went to like the, made an effort to address yeah. it. I'm shocked that ABC has yeah. at least at least even had a moment then where she explains herself on the women tell all where it's like, Hey, this whole thing was this, I signed this and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Again, maybe it was just like, she explained that to producers and was like, I didn't model that shirt. I wore yeah. a white shirt and it's like superimposed because I signed a release yeah. and like, and then they're like, you know what? It's probably better if we like, just, it'll just don't blow keep, over. yeah, we don't keep bringing yeah, it I up. Just, so, so basically I ended up looking into reality, Steve about this specific moment on, yeah. the show um where reality steve says i knew that she was going to deny it and he said i will tell you for oh, the a home wrecking yeah. yes he said i will tell you for a fact it is true like he says that there and reality steve doesn't do that reality steve does not go i know if like i mean there's been mistakes made before in his in the past but it was always kind of like mistakes in the sense of he said ari chose becca and ends up with becca but he didn't know the lauren piece he stands by it and apparently the women numerous women who were the friends of hers all that uh 
well, like have he has interviewed them, but again, they don't want to come forward because they don't want to get what happened to Jed's ex-girlfriend, like where she received tons of hate. And these women are just like, you know, whatever. Also, you're involving their partners. Who knows if they're still married? We've talked about that before. Who are these douche canoe guys who they're still married to? Like, who knows if they're still with them? Um, but I thought it was really interesting that like considering what a stir it was making that they let her just say it's absolutely not true and they just moved on with all the evidence like there's literally and also i don't know if we discussed this last time but lauren ari's lauren um was su- supposed to show up in virginia beach during victoria's date because she knows one of the girls whose husbands victoria slept with and she was going to show up and do the whole thing with the producers, but something ended up happening where she couldn't go in time because she had some family thing or whatever. And I think her mom went, but the producers didn't show her. So there's like, there's enough people like this is, this is a fact. So, I um, mean, again, I, I guess I shouldn't say that. I, I'm, I'm not one of the women, but this is as close to being a fact as possible. We've never seen something so like, explosive like reality steve said we've never he's never gotten so many emails and so many confirmations i personally have received a ton of things from a ton of different broads who are like yes i live there it's not even the question you I know mean, look here's and i also also did you hear about what happened after filming at the bar apparently that girl the truth shark spoke to peter and then the camera crew left and apparently victoria stayed there was going after truth shark telling her she's a bitch freaking out at her got drunk and they had to take her out of the bar like it was a whole it's a whole thing there's a lot that we didn't see and that's what i was just saying it was so crazy to me that considering all the stir that this has caused in the tv franchise that they made it so quickly that chris just said serious accusations were made about you breaking up relationships and then victoria f said marriages and he said yes marriages and she said multiple marriages and then she says this is someone the truth shark basically was someone who didn't like me and wanted to come on the show um he's like so to be clear you have not broken up marriages and she says absolutely not and that's all we hear of it i think I also want to just say real quick, I'm not trying to let her off the hook for the white lives matter thing. I'm just trying to bring another possibility of a, why they're not talking about it and b why that may have come up in the first place. Just know, knowing how these like stock modeling photo things go. So not trying to like, be like, it's not that big of a deal. I just want to make that clear. But I think, um, in regards to that, I think production just probably likes her kind of like you're saying and they want her to continue on the show i think they want her to do she's probably really easy to get worked up she's really polarizing it's going to be super interesting to watch her on paradise she's also a mega babe and i can see a lot of bachelor men bachelor nation men being into her and i bet they know that it's going to be crazy and wild in paradise so i think they're trying to not paint her like they painted jed because a lot of people just didn't like jed in general also i i have to say it still is a bit of a different thing about the about like rumors of people and like the why i mean it's it is a little bit more hearsay whereas it's like (laughs) jed's girlfriend's like yeah here's our text and our photos of us on vacation like there's no fucking denying but what i'm saying is what what i'm saying is reality steve says he has those things but they are they're the the women are not allowing it to be released because they do not want to get and it is a different scenario because you know. it would have been different if Peter ended up with her and then things might look very Well, it was also different because different. Jed was dating someone and while he got engaged to Hannah. This is past stuff. This is true. This is past stuff. This is stuff. true. And that's the thing. 
everybody's got somewhat of a past. And there's a lot of a gray area in that too, where it is like, what about the husbands? Like, what oh. about, you know, there's so much more. And by the way, and by the way, I, we've received messages before being like, you can't hate on her and not hate on the husbands. I'm like, oh no, no, no. That piece is a shit too. Let me tell you something. If one of my girlfriends said, I'm going to go to Victoria Beach to try to find, or uh, Virginia Beach to try to find Victoria a husband. Beach. Victoria Beach. Uh, I'm going to go to Virginia Beach to try to find a husband. I'd say, no girlfriend, please don't. Nope, bad, because what I've news. heard from, there's a lot of scummy dudes. Sorry if you're um, a good guy who listens to this. And just like we week. talked about before <laughs> though, like Beach. you seem to have a serious character flaw if this has happened not once, but like multiple times with your friend's husbands. Like, also, I think that's why we were being like, uh, also she's the one on the show. The husbands are on the show, which is why we're talking about her and, and, and we saw a lot of behavior that was like really sus and strange on the oh, yeah. on the season. Let's not forget that. Just because her exit and her interview, she was very composed, doesn't mean that we did not see the gaslighting that we saw and all that shit with Peter. Yeah. So yeah, that's I was just I was so shocked that they made it so whatever. And also when she, um, when then Peter came out and like talked to her, there was this moment where. I thought it was so interesting because Peter literally like um, he he was very he wouldn't even really look at her. He was kind of like, yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, because now he knows everything. So even though she's denying it, I'm sure he's going in the back of his brain is going like, yeah, but isn't it true? Like, it seems like, you know, who knows? Anyways. Well, they had kind of a nice moment. Thank you. She said thank you. And also, I'm sorry. And mm-hmm. yeah, she looked good on it. She did. She did. And everyone, um, and then Chris Harrison said, I'm sitting with someone who's very articulate, owning in their emotions. Everybody claps. Um, and VP, Sydney, and Lexi literally give her a standing ovation. I know. I was like, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, wow, now I really don't trust her because Victoria P is the first person to stand up and clap. Yeah, I'm like, no, so no, 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 no. Your credibility just really went out the door um, for me. So next we have literally my most favorite part of the entire episode, which is where Chris Harrison and Peter do a bachelor viewing party. Okay, so the viewing party. They do the bachelor viewing party. I'm literally like I was screaming the entire time. I'm also like, why is his parents crashing the viewing parties? Peter and Barb, they're living for it. I to be honest, if I had a viewing party and and uh, Peter Sr. and Barb showed up, I'd be 10 times happier. I'd be like, thank God we're here. Also, how do these people not know that this is coming? The screaming they that happens, they, ha- they, they know it's coming, right? Yes, they Which, know production's showing up at their house. I'm like, wow, y'all are a lot of good, like, there's a lot of good actors in this room. But maybe they told them that, like, someone else was showing up, like, past contestants. And then oh, turns okay. out it's, it's Peter, Peter and his, and his parents, parents and like, Chris Harrison. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, yeah, maybe. They, they thought that they were going to get such and such, and they ended up getting, you know. Or that maybe ABC is just going to come film their viewing party, you know. I'd always be like, oh, you're going to come film my viewing party? Of course someone's showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see a middle-aged woman screaming. Popcorn is flying everywhere. Um, there are men carrying Peter around like he is an airplane. There are babies dressed like Peter. <laughs> this is the wild. They're rewatching Champagne Gate and screaming. There's a woman dressed like a flight attendant who is kind of sexually harassing Peter. This is the wildest shit I have ever seen in my life. This I just, is Peter's dream. He is he is thriving. He is such like a positive. I would hate this. So would I. But you know, Peter is such like this positive feel good dude that he's just like so. He kept going. There's so much love here. Yes, yes. And he's just. They they were literally carrying him around like an airplane. He was like this being carried around. And God. then of course, Peter's parents getting it on in the backseat. 
I mean, that was so funny. That was so funny. Obviously, Barb and Peter decide to like outdo Champagne Gate with Escalade Gate. They're like, "Son, you think windmills are like they?" I I could not even believe. I love that they got her to say. What did she say? She was like, "It feels good when you do that." And and there you hear smacking. She's like, "Oh yeah, it feels good when you do that." Oh man. I could not I even love believe that they it. Got them to do that. I couldn't even believe it. Okay. Um so now Peter gets the hot seat. We're back <laughs> in the studio and um he addresses that you know, when people are giving him a lot of shit, he says there's no way to figure out how to do the show unless you're doing it. And I have to say for the most part on the season, and I mean, there were times where I was like, why are you don't realize what you're doing right now, yeah. how you're instigating more drama. But I really believe he did his best. I, I really so too. do. I do. And I think he got so much shit. And I felt like the way that he... um the way that he addressed it when he said like, I know that I made mistakes and I'm hoping to grow and like, you know, become a better man. And, but you know, I, 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 I follow my heart and all this. Yeah. And I, I felt like he handled it really well. Yeah. Um, I was dying when him and Victoria were sitting together and she thanks Peter for being patient and apologizes. And then Peter was like, like I've always said, love is patient. And I'm like, I think that's what the Bible says, Peter. <laughs> I don't think you can say love is patient and quote yourself. <laughs> um, but he had his, he clearly had his guard up when him and Victoria were sitting together. Mm. He was not super smiley. He oh, was sorry. Like, that's when she said thank you. And also, I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 Um, so then it goes to the women and, you know, McKenna's just like, why did you give me why did you keep me on the show then to just take a so rose I was like, away? That's pretty fair. She said you should have was, taken me out before the rose I, and, ceremony. And that's and very like, true. Yeah. And Peter said that he didn't know who was getting roses. I which believe that. I believe that he didn't know. And then um, Savannah comes Savannah for him. Comes for him. For everyone. Looking back, do you regret giving <laughs> some of these girls who caused a lot of drama more opportunity to get to know you and not some of the girls who were genuine? Mic drop. I was just like what a jab such a jab I know, Victoria she, F was in the front just like oh girl oh the cats were just ready by the way when we're calling cats please remember that that's what they call themselves oh yeah okay, I'm not and literally I hate calling that we're buying cats. into it but it's the okay. uh, it's, it's the narrative it's they're selling they call, us yeah. um, and Peter tells her that he was following his heart which again fair like yes does he like the girls who start the drama yes but those are the girls he was attracted to so i don't know and then again sydney aligns herself with him and it's just like you did follow your heart yeah i'm like shut up you didn't say that when he brought alaya back that's very true sydney did walk away very graciously i will say that okay. when she had her exit but when alaya came back yeah she, she wasn't was saying he was following like, his heart no she was one of the ones who was like fuck you like chanting with the other women to like dismember him because he brought back Alea and they were all pissed Um, but uh yeah that's when he talks about growing from criticism and there was just zero defensiveness in him which I do have to say I feel like in the past few seasons with bachelors I feel like especially during the women tell all when Chris they're Har- very much they're on the very defense. very much on the defense and he had like zero defense. He hasn't really been like that this season and that's what I like really appreciated him as a bachelor and I don't feel like he got enough credit for it, it was always being really gracious and yeah. quick to be like that I'm sorry that's on me. I think at the end of the day regardless of what you think about Peter's decisions whether you think yes Peter has a hard time making some certain decisions and sticking by them um, and sometimes he seems to have a bad picker but I think he's just a really good guy. He just seems like a genuinely good, 
guy. Yes, I, I agree. Yeah, which I haven't always felt that way towards the end of the season with other leads. No, so. and I felt like he was, yeah, yeah. Um. So we had the bloopers. McKenna's head into the cabinet with the hip the lift. The sit makeup, <laughs> the hip lift. That was slams so her head good. and she's just like whooping watching it. She's just like lassoing so stoked that she's in the blooper. <laughs> I got a moment. Um, I got another minute of screen time. We see Janice Dickinson warning of HTDs after asking if Peter yeah, she has said, like, given HBCs. She was like totally off at first. She was like, "What are? How do you I'm not like, is that know a joke? that it's STDs or STIs?" I is, don't is understand. That was, that was her trying to be funny, right? And really, I don't failing. know. I don't think so. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, okay, the one moment I could not Victoria P saying, that, "Are there are there chickens?" Was With like, the howling. That's clearly coyotes. Uh, howling is that like a california is that a, is that a california chicken <laughs> is that a california thing that we know it's coyotes but then also is she Peter, from california like, uh no okay no i think she's from louisiana maybe I don't anyway remember. i'm like but but you should know what chickens sound I'm just like like what and then but then also peter there Peter's was response to Huey. he's just like it's a coyote He's like, it's a coyote. But then they show him hearing another animal that's clearly not what animal. He's like, he says something like, is that a tiger? Or said something weird. No, and no, no. Like, Peter. He said, no, he said something funny. He was like, is that a, I don't know. But last week he thought that there were, he was talking about the monkeys in Australia and everyone was just like, Peter, there's not, there's no monkeys here. Is there no like, monkeys in Australia? No. There's a lot of animals there. <laughs> I don't know how to keep track of I mean, of they're all not the known for the monkeys. I know they're known for their koalas, but also, like, I would have guessed the, there was like, monkeys the there. Nope. I'm really feeling defensive of Peter here. <laughs> well, um. Okay. Then that old man scares the shit out of Peter. He was just oh like God, trailing behind him, just like. <laughs> going in and out of frame. And it was just like, is this Kill Peter? Scared him so bad. It was so good. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Well, then we came to the the close of the episode. Okay, which took an unexpected turn. This is a very. They went from bloopers to this. It was quite heavy. Uh, my my emotions were really all over the place. First of all, I have to say, um. Yes, there was some black girl power going on. I loved seeing Rachel with her braids, Sheanne with her braids. I love Sheanne with the braids so much uh, better than what was going on. The braids look amazing. And then Alexa with her natural hair. It was Mm -hmm. actually really cool, and we don't really see that a lot Mm -hmm. on the show. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was a really cool moment. And, of course, they get into talking about the bullying surrounding being a black and brown woman and all of that. I just want to clarify by saying all of that was like, wow, I'm, I'm really glad that they're addressing this on the show. And like, that's really cool. Okay. But this from someone that's dealt with, um, I mean, everyone who has a platform deals with this, with the online harassment and hate, Mm -hmm. by the way, acknowledging it, does not help i know that was that was a little bit when chris harrison made the comment i think of saying like i don't know if it was him or rachel talking about like how we want to 
by 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 acknowledging it, we want to take Rachel away the power. It. And it was like I feel like sometimes no. this makes it worse. Acknowledging it definitely fuels the messages because the message being sent to the trolls is that it's noticed and that it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. And and that was one. Well, I, I'm not saying that they shouldn't have brought it up no. because no, no, of that, no, no, but no. it's also like. And the like, people who do you realize the people who do this want to make that person feel some type of way. And when you're saying we're real people and we scroll through our messages and see this shit. Oh yeah. You better believe the people are like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. These bitches actually read my messages. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I have to say from experience that that's what happens. Mm-hmm. But, um, some of the ones they read, like I was saying, the ones that were specifically like using racial slurs and stuff like that yes. were atrocious. Atrocious. And then some of them that they were reading, I was like, damn, this is tame compared to the people who said that they hoped my deranged monkey child was miscarried and shit like that. Like this is and that was another that was the other side of it for me. Like you brought up of one Chris Harrison being part of a show that exploits people's emotions and all of this. And it's like, uh, yeah, that's one side of it and then the other side of it is i i don't want to sound cynical with this but it's like part of the reason that some of these women are going on the show and i know this from experience is because like hey guess what you get half a million a million followers you're going to make hundreds of thousands of dollars off of this platform Mm -hmm. and you know what also comes with being put in the spotlight is a lot of shit and hate and like no you don't deserve it but also like I've kind of learned at this point like at first I used to complain about it all the time and sometimes I still do but it's also like you take the good with the bad and you're offered this like this it it's just it's it's a part of it and mm-hmm. I know that that doesn't like make it good but it's it's also like or make it okay but it's also like I'm not sure what you thought you are getting yourself into when you have literally millions of people watching you. Yeah. My thing, my thing with it was again, like you were saying, when we were talking about the racial stuff, this is just like absolutely despicable and don't get me wrong. All of the messages are horrible. Like they're all horrible. Um, and I really like that Rachel was talking about it because it wasn't really something that was discussed on her season. Right. And I'm sure that she got Um, so much, like so much. Um, but I did think I did really love, um, so much what uh, Alexa said when they specifically called her out. And she said that she's like, I got a lot of bad comments um, about choosing my natural hair. She's like, but I also got mm. so, so much love was coming in. And she's like, the love is a lot louder and you can't listen to the negativity. And obviously I have a much smaller platform than like someone like you. But I mean, I get messages all the time saying that like, you know, you're ugly, you're a stupid bitch, you're bo- like, I mean, you get it you, when you are talking about something like this show, you're going to get it. But again, if even when you look through and I, you know, when you look through some of the like someone like a like a Victoria P, right, she um, has when she posts a photo, you see the haters, but there's overwhelming amounts of love. And I think sometimes like it's hard because the way that our brains are wired is I remember, I think it was Richard Rohr who talked about this, where he said, um, positive comments. It's almost like our bodies like Teflon to them. Mm-hmm. The positive comment comes and it bounces off of you. But that one negative comment you will, will sit just and think sit about it and you will night. just process it for forever. And so my thing was this, when I was hearing this, it's so horrible that people have to go through this. Now, this is what is my thought. Um, 
I think when you are in the public eye and you go on a show like this and you know you're going to get tons of heat and it's known at this point, right? Um, I think people, and I'm not talking about the racial comments, so I'm talking about opinions or the evil comments, but people are going to have opinions about things that you do. Right. Which by the way, the ones, some of the ones that they read are not the ones just talking with friends and with people. The ones that hurt aren't when people are like, go die, you dumb bitch. Like, yeah, those are awful things to say, but the ones that cut are when people go, you have nothing of substance to say. <laughs> You're right. Like when people actually oh, go God. after you, yeah, that's yeah. the shit that you will play over and over and over again. At yeah. Night. There's nothing valuable that comes out of your mouth oh. and you make me feel stupider when I listen to you. You're just like, oh my God, <laughs> you're a terrible mother because of this, 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 and that. And you're just like, <sighs> but I would say, um, I know personally, uh, when you go on, when you're like somewhat in like the public eye and on this with the bachelor, you're so in the public eye, there's, there is a difference between, um, people like for Reddit, for, for instance, you can go on and you can talk about your opinions about decisions and actions that the girls did and made and blah, 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 blah. And it's your choice as a contestant. I used to go on Reddit. I stopped going on Reddit because it was like, I'm seeking out things to read that are negative I'm about trying myself. to get hurt <laughs> I'm trying to get hurt here right but it's different than sliding into someone's dms to say something mean and it's like yo it, it, there's just you know and it doesn't make it okay again but it's like yeah a lot of these girls are getting online hate because let's look at the behavior of these women on the show and no mm. does it warrant them getting comments to say kill yourself absolutely oh, of course not, not. No, absolutely no, 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 not no, no, no. but it's like you know why it's out of control on this season? Cause y'all went on and looked like a bunch of fools. Yeah, I'm not was, saying you deserve it, but it's just like <laughs> it was interesting. They brought it up on this season. It's like this has been going on in Bachelor Nation like for years, forever since yeah. people were able to start messaging people. Like, yeah. of course, we all went I through it on my some season. Insane like, insane messages that you have gotten, crazy shit, insane, crazy shit, and it yeah. does get and to all those women. Like, it does get better, and you just learn to hopefully you learn to just turn your phone off and look the other way but yeah i was just like yeah it's at crazy proportions right now because one abc you're directing your audience to like 15 year olds on instagram Mm -hmm. and like people are getting way more followers than before but also like y'all were a bunch of hot messes on the show and so there's very polarizing reactions that maybe are not fair and not warranted but like also let's remember how like let's i don't know yeah, no. I, I, I guess I'm making it sound like they deserve it, but and then I don't mean that at all. I was glad that there were certain things that were acknowledged, like we were talking about, like and Alex talking about her being getting messages about her natural hair and like stuff like that. And I was glad that some of it was acknowledged, but I was also like, I don't know. Having been on the show and having dealt with all of it, I was like, yeah, like like we were talking about some of these messages that are directly targeted at like someone's ethnicity and all this sort of thing is like, I don't really have any tolerance for that. But then there's the other side of it where it's like, you acted like a fool on the show. Guess what? You guys are going to make thousands of dollars off of the same platform mm-hmm. that you think is so like unfair and this and that right yeah. now. And yeah, it's <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. OK, yeah. I liked Rachel talking about it. Like you said, 
I thought that like there was definitely pieces of it that were good and necessary yeah. and 100% cool to see and really cool to see uh, I guess highlighted. It, I just is weird in the back of my head when I'm seeing Chris Harrison sitting well, next to her and being like <laughs> so much of this stuff is instigated by the way that you guys put the teasers out and make certain uh, I don't know yeah the way you're framing people and the way you're creating polarizing characters and like yeah. So also it's like, the way okay. you don't encourage diversity on the show, like right. you're talking about this and just saying like, well, oh, we want to get our speaking ratings of up. that when speaking of not encouraging diversity on the show, I was when when they initially started talking and Rachel comes out and says when she's saying like, you know, I'm I'm nervous to talk about this. Um, and she said, uh, but or her initial comment um, was her saying that she wanted to pave a way for women who look like me, who haven't been represented on, who hadn't been represented on the show sitting right next to one of the executive producers. And I was like, Oh shit. Who by the way said about the mic thing that like the, 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 about the ratings and like got mm-hmm. the ratings up having Peter on. And all yeah. That it kind just of feels like weird. It yeah. just felt weird. I think that's what it was just because it was like them sitting next to it's each ironic, other. It's ironic, right? Like, yeah, it's I was like, let's remove Chris for a second and just have Rachel sitting there by herself. <laughs> All right. Well, preview. oh my God, we have a, a preview diggeridoo, didgeridoo, or however you pronounce it, hitting it hard. And we're finding out that um, Hannah Ann and Peter. Some lines. There's no question I'm in love with Hannah Ann. I am in love with Madison. I could see myself. She says I could be him, see myself being with him for the rest of my life. And I'm like, oh, can you? <laughs> oh, Because last week you, you said you couldn't because he slept with two other women. So what is it? What is it, Madison? And then uh, we have Peter Sr. asking Maddie if they are completely compatible. Oof. And then we have Barb telling Hannah Ann she's concerned because it's important Oof. that she doesn't change him and he doesn't change her. I don't know and what I'm that's about. And I'm sitting here going, huh? If anything, wouldn't I'm that like, be a Maddie I'm like, conversation? Barb, Hannah Ann is exactly like you, by the way. <laughs> by the way, I saw an old photo of you, Barb, and you and Hannah Ann look identical you also seem to have similar career paths and hannah ann seems to have a similar future ahead of her as you have barb so i don't know what's going on with that and then hannah ann seems annoyed she said she wants to tap out she's been giving and giving and she wants something back which oh, i'm no. like oh she's been the girl not with you know like we've talked about she hasn't yep. started any drama nope. or any of this nope shit. and she's just like i'm done with this and then Oof. we see peter apologizing like profusely to someone saying i'm so sorry i'm so sorry he's breaking up with hannah ann i think really okay so the back of the head look like maddie to me no i think okay. he's breaking up with hannah ann and i think i think this is after madison has left okay right before he's about to propose to madison then he has to go break up with hannah ann to go home to see his parents and then that's when barb says bring her home to us okay okay and then of course that's what i think what do you think i don't know i really don't know i think that's exactly what i really happens. don't know at this point i i really i feel like he proposes to hannah ann and tells maddie he can't be with her and i think then he regrets it and chases maddie that's fucked up (laughs) if that's the case that's fucked up all right broads we're going to be talking about claire for the bachelorette on the beginning of thursday's episode so So tune in for that tune in tune in tune in um and then next week is the finale and it's a two-part episode they said monday and tuesday so i'm imagining we'll drop an episode that'll come out tuesday morning and then probably drop an episode that'll come out um thursday morning is my guess we might be like a day behind but you know it's two episodes so we're gonna have a lot to cover okay chat soon all right broads chat soon
This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.